you're listening to the Taku Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo! And today is our second half of our first impressions for the summer 2015 season. Uh, we got another load of anime to go through. Uh, if you have not checked out our first half, go check that out, because it's got all the, the other half of all these good shows that we talked about. Um, I, I set myself up for misery. Did you? Because... I just realized here today that I think I set up, like, all the really good ones in the first half, and then there's, like, a lot of not-so-good ones in the second half, so... I'm not gonna say it's bad, but it definitely is the lower half of the group. <laughs> Everybody was happy about what we were talking about in the first half, and we're all positive, and now it's gonna be like, yeah. so that one. I'm just, I'm just ready for everybody to just think that we're just terrible people, because... We're not gonna. I'm not gonna be as favorable as many of these ones as, as a lot of people listening to this, which is fine because I, I know that a lot of people on the forums are liking a lot of the ones that I'm having issues with, and that really just comes down to different tastes. I mean, it's not that they're bad shows; it's just not my humor. Is really all it is. Um, but yeah, you can find us on otakuspirit.com. That's where you can go for our news reviews and coverage of new and old anime, as well as our wonderful community on the forum at the top. Uh, you can find all of our social links on there, so you can chat with us follow us on twitters and youtubes and all that good stuff i think we're pretty close to 800 on youtube so we're, we're almost to the thousand mark wow yay <laughs> Which, somebody likes us somebody actually cares about watching our videos of, of unboxing oh, just our videos. videos yeah nobody cares about the podcast podcast is well over that for downloads so, uh. so we're, we're good there uh but yeah, anyways uh summer 2015 Let's, let's jump into our, our next half here. Uh, again, it looked like we had a couple people that gave us feedback for the last uh, the last podcast because we kind of want to know if our new format was better because our previous was just run through it all real quickly and not really sit down and talk about each one. So right, they were they were positive about it. The two people it seemed like it. the two people that actually responded to my question. <laughs> uh, so I'll take what I can get. Uh, we're gonna actually listen to the end. Probably is what it is. <laughs> they're just kind of like okay, they're done. Click. I don't know. I, I I give them more credit than that. <laughs> uh, but anyways, we're going to start with uh, some happy ones. We're going to start with Wakaba Girl, is, which is a show that is on Crunchyroll right now. Uh, Wakaba Girl follows a group of girls who are in middle school, I believe. I don't think they've ever said exactly what school. They look like they're in middle school. I don't know. Uh, the main kind of focus is Wakaba. She is a girl who is kind of a... Uh, she's a rich girl. Uh, she's very sheltered in the fact that she's never really had friends. Uh, she's always kind of wanted to have friends and just be a, a normal girl. Uh, and so when she goes to start uh, at her new school, she ended up running into uh, Moeko, which they call Moe, uh, Mao, and Nao. And they quickly make friends. And she's overjoyed by this because she's never had friends before. So every time they do anything that's normal friend kind of things, she's extremely excited about it. And she over-exaggerates everything. When they go out to, you know, go to a restaurant, or not a restaurant, go out and hang out together. She is overjoyed at the idea and just freaking out. And they're like, okay, calm down. It's okay. It's okay. Um, so that's kind of the, the preset to this, this show. It is a short, I think, uh, seven to eight minutes long. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of really good for this kind of show. It's just sort, short, sweet, and sugary. Yeah. Lot, lots of sugar in there. It's a, it's a very enjoyable show. I mean, um, I love... I love a lot of the interactions, the the over exaggeration, like Andrew was saying, um, the uh, the sheltered, uh, what's the word, um, naivety to some of the things that happen. Yeah, innocence um, kind of thing. Yeah, it's just like I I I absolutely loved the the most recent episode where she was 
missing a particular form of clothing and <laughs> they provided it for her and it was a very enjoyable situation i i i thought it was very hilarious um it it it's not too in-depth th- thinking it's it's very very shallow as far as um just a just simple humorous fun i but yeah i definitely enjoyed it i think it's it's definitely worth a check out yeah the, the humor isn't like really clever um there's oftentimes where just kind of all you're really doing is just kind of absorbing the fact that they're just cute and they're just you're just goofing around. But uh, I think my favorite part so far was the 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 boy love visual novel that she took home. <laughs> She's sitting there and she this <laughs> was too much. <laughs> but it was the show that the the, the the game she had before was a yaoi, but she ended up with a they they traded her out with a <laughs> a bl. <laughs> yeah, she she goes home with it and 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 it was it was like a cutaway. It was like. They were talking about it, and then it cuts forward, and she's at home, and she's sitting in front of her big, huge screen TV and uh, rich mansion, and the I, I'm assuming as the bigger sister and the mother come walking up, and you could just see the loading screen, and I'm just going, no, what's going to pop up on that screen? Don't, no, and then sure enough, she's like, I don't think I'm ready for this, <laughs> or something like that. It was really, really silly, but yeah, it does, it's just <laughs> like the... Uh, they're trying to get a hold of her to find out if she was gonna show up to their. Well, why don't you just tell outing. them all the jokes? No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's not not spoiler anything. But yeah, she had her her landline wireless phone. Wireless with her. phone. She thought it was a cell phone. So just to give you an idea of the the kind of humor, and it. it's very quick. It's very fun. It's it's just cutesy fun. Plus, it's got the the cutest opening for the season. Ping pong. I like I like my little my dimple. Ping pong. Song. Ping pong. Reminds me a lot of uh, working. I don't know why. I, I rewatched the the working openings and I'm like, why does this keep reminding me of working? Because it's not quite that, but yeah, good, good, good fun. Um, nothing, nothing too hard to think about. Just, just good fun. Uh, something you can probably think a lot about is the mystery of Roka no Yuja or Roka and the Six Braves, which I think is the full title. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Roka the Six Braves. Uh, this show follows. Uh, Elevet, which I guess is you would assume is the main character. He's pretty much the one that's followed most of the time. Um, it's in a world where uh, every now and then a big demon lord thing shows up um, and comes to claim the land. And a a goddess has, at, during those times, will choose six braves who will then go and fight and destroy this demon. Um, and those who are chosen to be a six brave will be marked with a emblem on them somewhere on their body. Um, and they will then go and gather together and then go to fight this big demon together. Um, again, we kind of follow Adelet, who is a who is the strongest man in the world. <laughs> and he makes sure that we know that every two seconds he's the strongest man in the world, Chris. He's he's fairly vocal about it. He's, he's the strongest man in the world. Um, and he, he quickly meets uh, the princess of the kingdom that he goes to for the tournament in order to be chosen for a brave. I don't know what that was all about. Um, who is uh, Augusta? Augusta, or do they call her Piana? I don't remember. Uh, she's a bunny girl, very <laughs> cute. Um, and they go together to the location which they will meet. Um, and as they go along their way, they end up running into several other uh, Braves before finally coming to a kind of a, a joining point where they all kind of meet together. And then it comes to light that. There's seven of them there, and that kind of becomes the focal point of the show. If you if you watched listened to our our preview of the show, that was kind of the point in the synopsis was that there is one imposter, 
and they kind of have to figure out who that imposter is. Um, we kind of were t- discussing this earlier today because it's becoming quite obvious at this point in the show that uh, whereas you might initially believe, well, when I was talking in the preview, my first thing was, yes, this sounds like they were 11 and I want something like that again, that that, that who is the imposter kind of thing and the who's the outlier, let's find them and destroy them kind of thing. Um, but I didn't really hold that it was going to be exactly that, especially going into it four episodes in, it really just seemed like a let's gather together and go fight this demon. Um, well, and that, and that, and my impression from the, from the preview, it definitely gave me the impression why I got this impression I got was that they were going to come together, um, realize that there's seven, but it, there is more important thing, the demon Lord, and they'll just figure it out as they go along. And I was expecting a, a big quest, and during the quest, they were constantly trying to figure out who it was. But I got something very, very different. Well, what's cool is that uh, if they would have, in all seriousness, if they would have stopped at that point and go, we got to find out who's the seventh and before we can go fight this demon. It's like, no, there's a, there's the, the, the land is becoming corrupted. You can't stop and talk about this. But they ended up putting something to effect that would force them to have to figure it out. And that was kind of clever that it makes sense why they need to make that decision and find out who is the traitor. And I, I kind of... It, it's one of those things where I was wanting this. Um, I wasn't sure how they were going to deliver it. Because I was you know, I was kind of agreeing with you. Is It's kind of a... I was expecting it to either be, let's find out who it is first and let's go, then let's go fight. Or a, well, let's go fight. And then during that fight, oh, well, that one just betrayed everybody in the middle of the process. Um, but it does seem like it's... It's doing a good job in enforcing the situation and trying to figure out what is it and becoming more of a mystery kind of thing, which is kind of cool. Some of the character logics I don't much care for, but it's 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 doing fine for what it's trying to do. Yeah, I'm struggling with a couple of the characters. I I I think they're I think the style is really cool. Each of the characters look very unique. They all have kind of a and like a culture to each one of them. Mm-hmm. That fits really well, even though the princess doesn't really fit with her assistant guy. They they look like they're from two different kingdoms, really. But um, we've already mentioned before, but Flemmy, her art style is just gorgeous. Yeah, Flemmy is definitely best girl. I, and, I, I know that you like the bunny girl, but... Yeah. Oh, the bunny girl was a, a right off the bat thing. Uh, Flemmy, ah, I, I like her, her art style, but I'm having an issue with Flemmy altogether right now. But that was just really a decision that she made that may be explained eventually. Hey, but artwork and character logic doesn't always... Oh, if you just want to go, <laughs> go strictly on character hand. design, then yeah, it, you, you definitely go with Flemmy, because just the contrast in her colors with her hair and her eye patch and everything just just works well. And yeah, I, I really like that. I, 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 of course, I was telling... Like, I like, and if you just go by character design, I can say I like the lolly, but by character, I don't like the lolly right now. <laughs> But uh, I was telling Andrew earlier today that this is the first time that I actually realized there's a character with an eye patch. I mean, if you set Rika or is it her name Rika? Yeah, from uh, from uh, uh, Love Chernobyl and Other Delusions. Yes, if you put her off to the side because she's not really an eye patch girl. She wears an eye patch, but she's not really an eye patch girl. This is definitely the first time that I've actually liked a eye patch girl. Those are really hard for me to enjoy. Yeah, I've I've never cared for eye patch girls. Um, any with Rika, it was more the fact that she was heterochromia, and then come to find out that's not really heterochromia. But um, 
but yeah, I don't, I've never, I mean, even with like another, um, which has an eye patch girl, it's like, I, it, not really my thing. I, oh no, not another. I was thinking of EF that that's a different, different character, but I like her for, uh, her voice actress, but that's, <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah, I, I really like where it's going. It, it, it really stunned me in the first couple episodes with the the well, it was really the first episode. Really stunned me with uh, what they did with the visuals. Um, as we mentioned before, this is a new studio, and that's why I'm kind of really excited about this show. And I hope that it pulls off what it's doing, um, because just like with Mappa, I want them to succeed. Um, because they really did show that they have a lot of caliber in that fir- in that first episode. It does seem like it's kind of waning off with the, the with a lot of the action scenes, uh, you know, in the the two to four range of episodes, but. They're in this, this moment now where there's not that much action happening. It's more mystery and dialogue and and figuring out the characters. Um, so I, I just hope that they don't fall off a cliff with the visuals. Um, but they've been doing good so far. And I, like I said before, I like the character designs. They're uh, very unique and very well done. Um, even if Adedetto's starved self looks a little weird. <laughs> I kept seeing that in the in the uh, the ED, they kept showing that. Well, they showed it a little bit in the OP too. It's like, why the heck does he look like a ninety year old man? <laughs> the the bone structure and everything happening, and then come to find out he was just starved. Um, but yeah, good stuff though. I, I definitely recommend it. Uh, so far, it, where is it? If it pans out or not, we'll see. But if you like the mystery aspect of who's the who's the mole kind of thing. Yeah, really it, it definitely. It, it I I one of the things that I was kind of telling Andrew is this is a show that lends itself to discussion, and um, I mean I've I've even thought about you know maybe talking having a spoiler discussion at some point about this show because it's definitely has its possibilities for yeah, yeah. things to talk about. Well, it was it was funny because it was like one of those things where pretty quickly I was I kind of claimed which one I thought would be the the obvious choice for. Not the obvious choice, but the obvious, this would cause a, whoa, twist. And then I go to the forums to kind of voice that, and I'm like, everybody else is pretty much saying the same thing. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's you're not that smart, Andrew. It's pretty, that <laughs> choice Andy. is pretty obvious. And then I just hang my head and turn around and walk away from the computer. And then I turn around and realize that nobody's really there. It's just my computer. Um, but yeah, good good, good stuff. I uh, definitely hope that it, definitely hope that it pans out. Um, all right, let's let's bring it down a little bit. Everybody's gonna hate us after this. <laughs> Everybody's gonna hate us for three of these shows. I know it. Our next one we have is Prison School. Uh, Prison School takes place in Hachimatsu Private Academy. It was an all-girls school boarding boarding school with a yeet, an elite young women full of potential. Um, at some point, the president decides that he wants to open up this all-girls school to boys. So. Uh, our main cast of, what was it, four, five men, they decide to, they want to join this school, and they have these big hopes and ambitions of going to a school that is full of pretty women. Um, but it's not not so great, because underneath the school, there's this underground uh, uh, student council group of women who, uh, I guess, make it their, their, their point to not like this decision and bring all hell down to these boys. Um, because at some point, these idiots decide... <laughs> it's funny, because coming to this show, I was like, um, okay, how are they going to get into this prison? Because we all know they're going to go into prison. It's, it's called prison school, and all the PVs showing them in prison. So how are they going to get to this point? Well, sure enough, these idiots decide they want to go peep in on the girls as they're uh, showering. And 
it goes south from there, and I did not feel sorry for them at all. Uh, they get put inside of a prison that is within this school, and they are forced... I think they had a, a month's time that they had to be in there. If they any of them decide to try to escape, they get another month added to it. Uh, they are pushed into forced labor. And all the time, they are tortured by uh, one very well-gifted woman who likes to be a dominatrix. And a girl who seems sweet at first, but is quite violent and has obsessions with uh I'm going into that. I don't know if we can go into anyone. I don't know what I'm we're going to go into I it. I guess point. we can go into it eventually. <laughs> um but yeah, it's it, that's it. That's 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 prison school and they and at some point uh the main character Kiyoshi before he gets thrown into this prison, uh he meets a a very kind and beautiful girl who he wants to go out on a date with because so happens they both like. Did they ever mention that he likes sumo wrestling? He doesn't like it. Okay, he just, she likes sumo wrestling. No, he got he got an eraser from his mom that had a sumo wrestler on or something yes. like that, and she liked it. And, and he's like, "Yeah, I like sumo wrestling. Yeah, Let's go out to a date went, together." He just went with the flow. <laughs> yeah, um, but he can't because he's in prison, so he can't go out on the weekend to go to this thing. But he promises that that he can. So they have to they have to figure out how to escape and how to do that. And yeah. And in between all this stuff is the elephant in the room, which is hypersexualized, not just just kind of crude humor, crude sexual really. humor. And, and, that, and I think that that's why people in the West will pro- will latch onto this show because it's it's Western humor. It, scre- it screams Western humor. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It it's crude, uh, sexualized. Um, <sighs> body humor in a lot of situations and it just that's what people love so i mean i don't i don't see why i don't i don't i don't what i'm 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 trying to double negative my own statement (laughs) um i understand why people would enjoy this show i personally don't care i out of the entire show there's probably two things i like the chio storyline where he's trying to get with Chio, and then there was this small weird humor about somebody being urinated on and being obsessed with watching urination, and I thought that was funny. That's it. The rest of the fun- the show was, I. If you find somebody getting beat constantly, th- this is your show. <laughs> yeah, you you pretty much hit the two points that it kind of are, have been enjoyable for me. Um, I kind of liked Takahito and his obsession with trying to help. Uh, Kiyoshi escape and he wants this figure and he'll act weird every now and then. I do kind of like how he throws away like every bit of his pride just for the situation. <laughs> so, you know, he's like this stupidly uh, dedicated otaku where he'll 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 mess himself in class and they'll keep talking about the fact that he's going to be stuck for three years in the school that he'll be known for doing this all because this moment kind of thing. I kind of I kind of thought that was kind of funny. Uh, but yeah, it's it's. I don't want to sound too negative because it's really a thing of. I understand what this is here for. I understand that there is a audience for this. I understand that it's funny. If 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 those kind of things were funny to me, I would find them funny. It, it it's doing well in what it is out to do. It's just not my. 
Yeah, and and that's and 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 everybody understand. We did give this show a a solid chance. And I'll keep watching it. And and, yeah, I'm gonna keep watching it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna keep watching it because of the 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 couple things that I find interesting in this. But as a humor in general, it's just not my cup of tea. It's I I look at it in a slightly different way. I, I get the humor. I really do. And I, I can see why this has an audience. And I and I love that people love this kind of stuff. I mean, it, that's fine. I, I have no problems with that. It's just not my my taste. I am so mixed on the art style. Because, I mean, coming into it, it was like, this is just horrific looking. But then I started kind of realizing where it, it that it shines in a lot of these quote unquote the humor that it has it, it it lends itself very well to what it's doing i don't like the character designs a lot of them because they're either inhuman <laughs> or just absolutely doofus looking like uh reiji the 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 big guy he's got like this gigantic round head and at the very peak top of it is his mouth and his eyes <laughs> it's like what is this guy and he's got these big old dumbo ears it's just just looks very ugh. But it, I, I like I, that it, it, it lends itself, the coloring and everything lends itself to what this show is, which is like this hyper-realistic, uh, hyper-comedic anime is really what it is. Yeah, at, at some point, I mean, the, the one character that we were really turned off from at the beginning, I understand her point, the, the point and why she is the way she is. She's a dominant character and she takes up space and that's really why she is the way she is and at some point it was like okay i get it i i I get the like you're saying i get the hyper realism and i understand the the reasoning for it so i mean in a way i'm capitulating that it's like i don't care for her artwork but i understand it now i i do get it now and it it (laughs) It and, and it did, they do a very good job of getting the perfect camera angles as much as I do not like it. And the sound effects in the show just make me very ill. <laughs> Every time the dominatrix lady decides to do her her little squats, she just the sound it makes is very very disturbing to say the least. I don't know. But I, I don't. I don't. I guess there's not really anything else we can really add to that. <laughs> um, I. Let, you kind of mentioned the idea of uh, the one of the two main things that are kind of interesting. So I think Chio, which is the girl that uh, Kiyoshi likes, is they do a good job in making her look very beautiful, and her character is really is really cute. So I hope that. That seems to be the the shining beacon to keeping me going in the show. Um, besides kind of liking the very weirdness of Hana. I mean, I didn't like her right off the bat. I kind of agree with you. I kind of like that obsession that she has with, <laughs> with I'm not dirty. I want to dirty you so that I don't look as dirty kind of thing. It is kind of funny. Um, so hopefully those two things will get me through the, the, the dominatrix, the... The squishy noises of sweat whenever she sees the Raven Lady and whatever. I, I, else I totally, I totally ship uh, Dominatrix Lady and and the and the eyeglass 
otaku guy. Totally ship. They 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 go together. <laughs> that that summer that somersault he did in pants that girl was just that that was funny. That was funny. It was just just out of nowhere, just a flip pants. Okay, that just happened. That was kind of funny. Uh, I don't really much care for the the president guy. He, he just shows up and just I I don't know what I know what they're doing with him. I just like I, what what is your purpose? I can totally see what he's where they're going with him. He's not there yet, but yeah. he's I can see where they're going with him. But yeah, he's obviously the thorn in the the student council girl's eye uh, side. So that that purpose is obvious. Um, but yeah, it, it it's got some good parts in there. It's just ninety some percent of it is not my humor. Is really all it is. Um, but yeah, anywho, let's let's move forward before we demonize ourselves even further, and we'll go into Charlotte, which will probably demonize me again. <laughs> the the praised show that arrives, Key is back, PA Works is behind them, best show ever. I thought so. Um, I was yeah really excited for this show. Uh, this show follows you, who is not you, but his name is Y U U U Otosaka. Uh, you has been given a an ability out of nowhere. He he suddenly realizes that he has a special ability that if he looks at anybody within his point of view, he can if he thinks about them, they he then he can, can possess them, but only for five seconds, and then he returns back to his body, which has been you know plopped over while his his spirit has been gone. Um, a very broken ability, but he kind of. He works with it. He, he figures out what he can use it for, which is to kind of get ahead in life, uh, cheat on tests and stuff like that, um, and even win girls over by trying to run cars into them and then saving them, which is kind of screwed up. Um, but at some point, this girl shows up now, and she uh, she kind of figured it out. She's like, uh, she he she puts together this test to force him to have to retake a test, and then catches him on film as he possesses this other guy to trying to find the answers and then yeah she says okay hey uh there's a lot of people with abilities like you you're not you're not alone um but the thing is is that if somebody besides me figures that out you're going to become a test subject for the rest of your life uh, you're going to be put through all these heinous tests so stop doing that come to this school join the student council with me and this other guy and we're going to go out and find other people like you and stop them from using their abilities. And yeah. And it turns out that these abilities go away by, you know, by the time that you become an adult. So it's not going to last very long. Um, don't get caught by the wrong people kind of thing. So he goes to this new school, uh, joins now and the other guy, which I forget his name. And they on a regular basis, we'll go out and try to find these people with special powers and make them stop or and or make them join them. Seems to be another thing they like to do. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of been it so far. Every every episode, this guy shows up and drops water on this map and tells them what abilities they have. And this group goes out and uses their abilities to show them that there's other people like them and to stop. And pizza sauce. um i was really excited for this uh this show i mean it's it's key um it's the same guy that did angel beats who was basically like co-founder of key so he's pretty much in everything um but he's most known for angel beats 
Um, and it's got PA works behind that, so you have a gorgeous looking show, which it does. It does look good. Um, but after that, it's it's kind of not done too much so far, so I'm kind of scared about it. Um, I did like a lot of the story behind Now's brother. That stuff was kind of heart wrenching. Um, what they kind of started doing this last episode yesterday, kind of. I don't want to say it's fixing the show for me because it seemed like a very cheap way to fix the show, but it seemed like it's starting to try to do something with the heartstrings because you we always know key for pulling heartstrings, so maybe they'll they finally have something up their sleeve to kind of start tugging at those strings. Um, but so far, it's been I think you kind of coined the the phrase for me, which is pretty much ability per episode or, or yeah X Men per episode. <laughs> The, the the thing with this show is I I mean I I like the abilities I like the 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 broken abilities I think that's really going to be the the selling point of this show is the idea of everybody who has a special power has a broken special power so effectively uh, one character it has the ability of invisible has invisibility but this person can only be invisible to one person. Um, like Andrew said, the main protagonist, he has the ability to, uh, jump into somebody else's body, but he only can do it for five seconds. Um, another person <laughs> like has, the guy that thinks that he can teleport, but he next do, yeah, he's, he's just going really just fast, going really fast. And he slams into that because he can't stop. And he wears a body suit. <laughs> he that, wears that was, body suit. That's funny. Cause the first episode was hilarious. I love the first episode. I'm, I, I'll, I'll continue when you, when you finish, I don't want to break through your, my, the, the, the ab- the ability per episode was kind of a thing that that I kind of I I've noticed that we're we're going through this process of fixing a person every every episode and it's not really fixing not really them fixing, it's, you know? it's it's making them stop using yeah. their powers and and that that's that's the main problem is it's it's gone it's not exploring any characters per se it's not really doing anything outside of we got to go get this guy. Let's do hijinks for 20 minutes and then make the person stop flying. Okay. That, that was absolutely a waste of an episode. Um, and I think that, and that's a trend that has started that, that I've, I've noticed very, very distinctly. And I, 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 I think Andrew has, ex- has noticed the same thing. One of the things that I, I mentioned to Andrew is I think there's something wrong with the translation somewhere, not the translation. I, it's it's got to be in the visual novel to the uh, well, to the show. This wasn't a visual novel. It wasn't. This is original. Yeah, this is like Angel Beats. It was original, and they'll probably make a visual novel of it later. <laughs> <laughs> no, the the issue that I'm finding is I I think it's in the storyboards. It, it, it's like like the, the example that I have is the episode where uh, it was like episode three or something like that. Um, but one of the characters is getting beat the crap out of by bullies. And he was like, "Oh, wow, we're gonna get something really serious here. This looks like this. This sucks. I, I'm I'm heartbroken right now." And then it's like, "Boom! Transition. We're in the club room. Let's go find the next ability. It's this ability. Let's go find it." It's like, "Wait, we didn't. There was something here. You had the tone going. The music was going perfect. It seemed like there was a breakthrough happening. And then, boom, we're in the club room. Boom, there's the guy that tells them where to go." Boom! They're going to that location. They've completely forgotten about what just happened. They're moving forward. There was also a touching scene that 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 could have been so well. It could have just really wrenched your heart, and they totally botched it. I'm yeah, there sorry. was a, there was, was a love confession or something like yeah. that. And it was just like 
it was like I've, maybe 10 seconds and it was done yeah and it, it there was no there was no development of the actual relationship so it was believable and the tra- the tragedy behind it yeah i mean <laughs> It, it, the, the entire thing, it, it sucked when you when you actually got the story and it was like, okay, this is what happened. And you were like, man, that would have really sucked. But you you spent too much you, time over yeah, here with you, the, the, the company that's coming after them. You didn't you, you should have spent that time you wasted with them sitting around this room and then going to see this guy at this at this abandoned location to expand on this situation that you spent a little time with later. And I, I, I feel like I'm being way too negative on the show, but it's that's just my problem I'm having. I want this show to be another Angel Beats. I want it to be another Air TV. I want it to be another um, uh, little, little Busters, <laughs> Clannad, Canon. But all we're getting is ability per episode, and it, it just it breaks my heart because I want more from the show. Is is really what it is. And, and now, th- now, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this out there. There, we. I love this show because it looks so gorgeous. I, 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 I no matter how you look at it, it, it looks great. I, I love this show because of the pedigree that's behind it. Um, I'm going to continue watching it. I mean, I'm, I'm critiquing things that I'm scared of. Yeah, that doesn't mean because yeah, I, I, what it is. It, the, there's, there's, there's the. I love the. I know that Andrew can't stand her, but I love the little sister. Um, I love uh, what's her name. Oh, that's not, now, it's not that I can't stand her. It's just that they keep killing the pizza sauce. They kept ki- they kept <laughs> killing the pizza. pizza sauce joke. Poor Andrew and his pizza sauce. <laughs> it's like you're not the jam from Canon. You can't do that joke again. She, the the Canon mother, she perfected it. That was the perfect joke. It was perfectly utilized at a a very steady pace. Not every beginning episode and end of episode. That is bad. And everybody just like wakes up and runs out of the room. That's perfect. <laughs> Poor Andrew. No, the other the, the other kind of the other issue that I have with the show, and I'll kind of stop being negative, but uh, you, his character in the first episode was just hilarious. I loved him. He, I hate him because of certain things he did, which was really screwed up if you think about it. But just the the grins he would have, and he'd catch himself grinning, and all the humor that he had in that first episode. And then it transitions to the second episode, and he just stops. He just becomes blank. And I'm like, what did you do to him? He was a, he was a great character, and now he is just a reactionary character. He's just there, and he reacts to things every now and then. It's like he he could have been a solid main protagonist that yeah it's, that, it's that key is known for having. Clannad with who, who is the main protagonist at this point. Not you anymore because no, I mean, I'm serious. Who is this main? You you have a a small cast of characters. There's about hmm. it would still be you because he's who the camera follows. He he enters the room. It follows him. Yeah, I guess every now and then it might deviate, but it's he's always in the picture. But it's it seems like he's absolutely. I I, I'm I'm agreeing with you. And I know that he's going to be more stronger later because you still have who's in his dream, uh, what's happening with his sister. That kind of stuff is going to be perfectly continued on. That that made me mad. You told me I needed to hurry up and watch it before it got ruined for me, and I'm mad at you now. And, it's, because- and it, do you agree with me that it sucks that that is the moment where it's like, ooh, something's happening, but it's such a cheap move? Like, I don't want that to be the, oh, yay, something's happening. Without, without I, 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 can, I can agree with you. I, 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 I think that that, as a hook for me, 
yeah, it's a huge hook for me, but at the same time, it's like, please don't use that because don't don't do that. I, I what, what what I immediately think of is if they actually go through with this, you know what's going to happen. They're going to utilize somebody else's ability, and it's just going to start ripping at my heart. But yeah, I I want to love it. It visually looks good. It has great pedigree behind it. There's two episodes that definitely did some good in this show. It's just. I hope that, that from now on, it, it sucks because I think this is a. I think this period of episode is probably going to end up being the worst period of episodes to do a first impression on because I just have a feeling that they can definitely turn this around and this is going to be a knock it out of the park kind of thing. But they only have thirteen episodes to work with, and we're already what six episodes in. Yeah, I mean, I I'm not. I, there there is this aspect to key that usually the first part is very solid. But they don't you they're 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 kind of the best way I can say is they're a slow burn. They're solid for the first part and then they just knock it out of the park. Well, at it's the usually end. The, the the first part is usually like just full of let's bring in characters, maybe fix a couple of them, have fun, great humor, and then it goes into the serious stuff. Yeah, but that's what I mean. I'm just struggling with. There's no humor to give me here. But see, that's that's what I'm saying is in a way it's I'm I'm a little afraid because I know what they're normally the, the, the level that they're normally at. But I'm not too afraid because I do know that it's key. And sometimes it just takes a little while to get to the point where they get serious. And that's when they go nuts. And, and this is not to be another bash thing, but. I, I my my biggest concern really is have they run out of have they run out of ideas is there a conflict happening in the studio um, is is somebody just tired of it because we're coming I'm for me personally and coming off of Little Buster's refrain which I didn't particularly care for I didn't like how that concluded that story and I it, I was bored most of the time with that and then to come right into this it's just like. Where's my Little Buster's first season? Where's my Angel Beats? We're just kind of trailing off into a, a side that just not entertaining me as much as they used to. And let's be honest here. Me saying not as much as they used to is 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 like saying that amazingly delicious cake doesn't taste as amazingly delicious anymore. It's like, it's not a huge bash on it. It's not that I hate the show. It's just that I'm not... Oh my gosh, I'm thoroughly enjoying this. And I guess it's because I'm putting it on a pedestal. We I don't know, maybe. Maybe it's like a foodable kind of thing. Yeah, I didn't put on hate, a pedestal. I didn't when, I didn't hate Little Buster's refrain. I didn't hate it, but it just wasn't wasn't great for me, sadly. <laughs> Especially coming off of Little Buster's first season. I thought that was a perfect show. I, I loved every bit of it. Uh, so yeah. Um please okay. don't, please now, don't hate us too much. Please don't hate us too much. <laughs> Well, now we have a show that we can we could validly bash. Or did you change your? Is it right? even a show, Chris? Is it even a show? <laughs> can we even call this an anime? Is I can solidly say it is not an anime. <laughs> <laughs> this is Venus uh, Venus Project Climax. This is a show about girls who are not just idols and and divas. They not only do they go on a stage to perform with their voice, but they're actually, when they go on a stage to, to project their voice, it manifests in these gigantic monsters that battle each other. So two idols will go on the stage, they will sing and perform, and while they do that, they're like a, the, a personification of their voices or something battle each other. 
Uh, yeah, the, and it, depending and it on how well Etico. they depending on how well they they dance and sing and all that. Is it been is that been solidified yet? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I've seen that in there, but it it they have not. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we haven't been given time to figure it out. Uh, yeah, we have 24 Eriko. minutes. It, it, it stars Eriko, and she's a uh, she likes to eat a lot. Um, she ate a lot. She's like Goku, who consumes food every two seconds because it apparently gives her uh, great amounts of energy to run and keep her very skinny figure. I don't know how she pulls it off, but she does. And that's really all we got. We've gotten one episode, people. This has been one episode. This is the weird part about this show is it's it's a collaboration between the game and the anime. And the show is the first episode was a a live game show where the these girls from the game uh, development group and these girls from the anime development which are the voices, right? Yeah. They compete against each other in random goofy games with a guy with a big gigantic bu- uh, bow tie and the main character was there as well. I don't, I didn't see a male main character, but apparently there was a, main, a male main character. And then the second episode was the anime. And we got all the stuff that I just spilled out to you. And then it concluded. And then the second episode was a, was a game show again. So I'm like, okay, maybe they're going to go back and forth. No, we're six episodes in and we've only had one anime episode, so... You can't really call this an anime, so yeah. the only thing I can think of is that they don't really have much to go with for story-wise, and maybe episode 12 will probably be like, oh, here's the anime again, the the two that are against each other, the rivals will battle against each other, and he'll be the victor, and then it'll be done, and the rest of it's just going to be pretty much a, uh, it's like a, a gigantic variety show. No, I wouldn't really call it a variety show. Well, it is a variety show, but it, it's like a, an advertisement for the game. Is really all it seemed like it is. So, oh, are the, are the are the game girls beating them every single time? I haven't been watching. It. <laughs> <laughs> I I skimmed through the first one. It was like, ah, oh, that's kind of funny. That's kind of funny. But yeah, the most first of the, time, the first just, episode, eh. and, and I and I do plan on going back and looking at it. But it's a variety show. It's not. See, it's that's very the same variety show. I I liked it because it was a variety show, and, and it's not like I get that and the little subtitles underneath it very often. So, I enjoyed that. I do like j- Japanese variety shows, but like I said, I don't usually get them with the subtitles, so I don't get to watch them that often. Well, see what was because it, it's a very tame variety show and it's a very awkward variety show. It's almost like. The people that are on, well, usually with variety shows, people are on there that don't want to be there. <laughs> um, but it, it just felt like those those people don't want to be there, and it just seems like they're just doing it because the boss told them to. So it's like this doesn't really seem genuine and fun. It just seems like it's just there they are. I thought gonna... I thought it was silly and fun, and I thought that they they seemed to me like they were enjoying themselves. But you know, it my my main it, that that's that's aside from the point. I mean, them them doing a variety show is the problem. Um, if you want an anime, you're, you got 24 minutes, so I guess you could enjoy it for 24 minutes. The rest of it is all variety show. It's not an anime. Um, I thought that the anime had an interesting concept. I, I was interested in it, but I keep getting variety shows. So yeah, ain't much to talk about. (laughs) Yeah. It's like one of those things, I'm assuming that if that keeps to be the thing, it's like, we're this will probably be the last time we'll talk about this show. Yeah, that, unless that's, out of that's, nowhere that's, suddenly seven like, on it, it's all anime and it's some amazing thing. But yeah, I do agree with you. It's kind of an interesting concept behind it. It's not just an idol show. It's a 
idol slash Pokemon show. I don't know what you would call it. And and and, and going with what you you were saying a second ago, I mean, it, 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 I can't help but agree with you. If this is just one big, uh, hey, go buy the game. I mean, it's very expensive. Everything. It's an expensive <laughs> one. <yeah. laughs> well, I guess they're not animating anything. They just have them in there for thirty minutes, goofing, goofing off. Goofing off, yeah. <laughs> Like, I can do that and make a fortune. Uh, but what's the point in having the voice actresses if they're not going to voice actress? <laughs> <laughs> they're like, hey, we don't really want to do that. Oh, let's do a variety show instead. Well, let, let's let's move on to another fun talk, which is Million Doll. Probably the biggest disappointment that I have this season. I still have no idea what's going on in the show. <laughs> this this would be Amero, Amero Coco or Rainy Coco, the idol version, which is like... Oh, come on. It's not that bad. <laughs> it's not that bad. It, where it's pretty much a sentence per episode. Come on. You're over-exaggerating. Okay, they're, they're, pulling, they're pulling off like five <laughs> sentences this time, so it's, it's a step up. Uh, th- this, yeah, after they do their little performance. I mean... <laughs> You have to have a performance every episode, and it's all CG, terrible CG. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a it's a show that follows a. I guess the really the only plot point that I've ever really found in the show so far is that there's this Sumire girl who is she was at shut in at some point until she discovered idols and then used her abilities on the internet to basically blog and make success stories out of of idols that are trying to you know, make it big, or just starting out idols that want to make it big. And there's another guy who liked one idol and suddenly is trying to help... He was like a like a Fairweather idol fan. I don't know what you would call him. It, I haven't quite figured out what he's going, what's going on with him or why he, he ditched this other idol, but that seems to be the only thing that I'm kind of interested to find out what the hell happened. Um, but that's really the show. It's like every episode is... Oh hey, there's this idol coming up, and let's all cheer for her! Ooh, yay, Ooh, yay! And then she's over there, tick, 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 and she's making her blogs, and then it's oh one ups. She's getting more people show up at her things, and then the next episode is the girls that are the up and coming idols, and they're talking in their room about trying to make a debut. It's it's just trying to find a consistency in the story, not a consistency, but a coherent story is very difficult maybe it's one of those things that i should probably just wait off until it's finished and just watch all the way through it and maybe get a coherent story <laughs> it's possible i i it i i don't hate the show i i really don't i just i'm i'm finding it kind of pointless i think the pacing is really bad on this one well it's like when it, it's, it's not really hard to it's not really easy to hate the show like this because it's like three minutes of your time and you're like you, you don't get you don't get invested long enough to go man i hate the fact that i just wasted this time it's like three minutes whatever i didn't get anything out of that move on <laughs> what's the next what's next on my updated anime <laughs> list yeah when it comes down to it i mean i don't i like i said i don't hate it it's 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 there it's not i don't have a lot of substance in there yet to grab on and say okay no, I don't like it, or yes, I do like it. It's it's just there. It's just there. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, what was disappointing is because the original key art that we had was this cute lolly character. and I I've was only like, seen one reference to her, and I'm, she's on a, a poster. <laughs> you actually seen her, and she was, she on was in a poster. Wow. She was on a poster on the guy, uh, the girl's, the girl's uh, 
the the blogging girl. She had her up in the on the wall in the background. Well, I know they had the the girl that's on the screen here. That's all the way on the. That's the one that it's on all that that guy's wall over the place that he took down and has replacing with this other girl. That I'm trying to figure out what the hell happened to her, but I don't remember the the short, cute lolly. So I don't know. It's weird. I was expecting lolly blogger that that's cute and vlogs about idols yeah, and makes we totally we totally instead we, we didn't get nothing that we wanted. Rainy Coco with girls. I don't think it's that bad. <laughs> Rainy Coco was like walking into walls. This is not that. <laughs> rainy days. <laughs> Could be rainy days. Uh, let's 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 gush. Yay! I get to gush. We finally, finally. we finally get to gush before we go back down into the the, the hole again. Um, this show is called Akagami no Shirayuki Hime or uh, Snow White with the red hair and gush. That's it. That's all. That's all. No. Okay. Anyway, let's, let's let's get into the story. I guess uh, Shirayuki is a we call it herbalist, a, a medical herb creator. Yeah, botanist, pretty much. What do you want to call her? <laughs> uh, she lives in this one kingdom and takes care of people as they come into her little shop. Uh, she has this very beautiful, bright red hair, uh, very unique to pretty much the entire kingdom. It seems so far. Um, and at some point, the up-and-coming prince for this kingdom says one day that he wants to find the beautiful, most beautiful girl in the kingdom to have for himself, and says, mirror, mirror on the wall, goofy, silly references and stuff. And the guy who comes in to be his informant says there's this girl that works as an herbalist over uh, in the kingdom, and she has beautiful red hair that is very unique. So he says, I want that girl. So her his guard goes down to her place and says... You're going to become one of his his uh, women. Prepare yourself tonight and and to present yourself before the prince. And she decides, you know, this isn't this isn't my future. This isn't the future that I decided. I want this this what I do to take care of people. That is the future that I want. I don't think she really specifically said that, but that's kind of the the gist that I got out of it. So she prepares overnight herbs for everybody uh, that she normally takes care of. Puts them all in beautiful envelopes, and cuts her hair, leaves it on the the windowsill, and flees from the uh, the kingdom. And as she's near the borders in the outskirts of this kingdom, she finds a an abandoned home uh, or mansion, and tries to see if anybody's there. Nobody's there, so she falls asleep next to the door. And then she's awoken to uh, Zen, who is a uh, a prince of another kingdom nearby. And this Zen, through Thing, one thing or another ends up becoming poisoned by a apple that was meant to put Shiryuki to sleep to bring her back to the prince that is desperately wanting to get her back. Um, and over a course of time, she ends up, uh, Zen ends up getting taken care of. They go back to Zen's kingdom where uh, Shiryuki is introduced to a new kingdom that she aspires to be a part of and ultimately deciding to maybe become a court uh, herbalist for the kingdom that Zen is a prince to. And lots of moments where you go, just kiss! <laughs> <laughs> that is Shoujo 101. <laughs> this, this, this show is just, like, tugging at me so much, like, oh my gosh, Shirayuki is just perfect. Kiss her, dude. <laughs> 
Um, Shiryuki's definitely becoming uh, best girl this season because she's just she's beautiful. She's got a great character. I'm just loving everything about her character. She's definitely well written. This entire show, solid, solid writing. Um, I let me let me get my my first thing out. It is beautiful. Absolutely a gorgeous show. Um, I when 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 I first I I, I think I I wrote the 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 first impression on this one, right? Yes, you did. <laughs> one of the things that I was very impressed with was the fact that she is a solid. Um, I am strong. I am going to do this. I'm going to do that. I I I am bound to no one, you know, and. Then when when you I would, got, say, I would say she's I would agree that she's independent. I wouldn't say that she's they've shown that she's super strong, except for maybe a couple times. They still play a little bit on the idea that she does need help, which is good. I don't I don't. Yeah, I mean she's believable. I mean she's yes, she's yeah. she's flawed just like any other character in the show, and and that I think is important to making a character believable. Um, what I what I mean is is that. She's going. She's not going to give up and just go. Okay, I can't do it. So let me lay over and just take it. No, she. I. I love the the fact that she cut her hair and left it there because that's what the guy wanted. He wanted her red hair in the face. It was absolutely a slap <laughs> in the face. I loved that. Um, I. I loved that. She Even though took I kind of time. have this scaring thought of him sitting there smelling it or something. <laughs> <laughs> you totally gave me the impression of the gourmet guy from. <laughs> Tokyo Ghoul. What was his name? I well, no, what was the main character's name? I was trying to think of this because he's just like, oh, Tokyo, whatever. Anyway, that I I just love I because I, he totally had the same uh, very similar art too. <laughs> anyway, I my 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 point is is that that. She, she she you know she did the the cutting of the hair she also like like andrew was saying she she took the time to show that that she cared for the people the the people that she was taking care of and she went and made the medicines before she left she didn't want them to be completely abandoned um all this thing all these things just kind of laid into each other and then when she got into to the place where she finally ended up meeting uh zen it was like and he he said i i don't know you i don't trust your your medicine and she's like well here boom and she she she's injured herself just to prove that this medicine is is safe and i love that that show of i am not weak and i love that and zen Although, yeah, he has come in on an occasion to help her out in certain situations. He compliments her. He does not come off as, I am the strong shoujo uh, perfect guy. That was only one time that it just didn't feel right. Because it's sad that that becomes the, the, the talking point of the show is, are they portraying her as strong enough of a woman? That, that, that It's sad that becomes a discussion, but it kind of lends itself to that. Uh, but there was really only one time that I can say honestly where it was like, why is he here? How did he know how to find this location? She, They could have easily concluded this with her just getting away. But instead, he just shows up out of nowhere. That didn't make any sense to me. But every other time, it felt very natural. 
I'm sorry, I still stand by the fact that her in front of that prince, she cannot talk back to him because he could have her head chopped off. That situation really did call for Zen to step in because he is a prince. Mm -hmm. In that room, she had no power. No matter how much you want her to be super awesome and powerful, she had to back down in that situation because that is that world. Yes. Every other situation, it works. I love how... how she, it's not that she's strong. It's, it's she, she's smart, and she's a go-getter. Get her. And it does it well, and I mm-hmm. like it. it. It's There hasn't been a single episode that I have not enjoyed. I just love the chemistry behind between Shiryuki and Zen. Uh, yeah, sometimes it does feel like it just feels a little too convenient how they seem to come together at a lot of points. But it just it works. I love these characters, and I just wanted to kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Get just be waiting for it for a while. <laughs> one 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 thing I girls do also, told us it will never happen. <laughs> one other thing that I did kind of want to point out is is I do like that instead of um just kind of being forced together, she's working to become um a part of then then that one of the things that I did put point out in 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 at the end of my my little uh first impressions I said one thing that I am scared of with this show is after the first episode it felt like the entire show was over I di- it was like what are you going to do from this point yeah you are you going to turn this into some kind of a weird um bait and constantly it really did feel like it was going to be a a Shirayuki uh, captured per episode. It yeah. was, it was, I was dreading that. Cause like it was for two episodes after that, I think they had, she was getting captured and then she was getting away. And it was like, please don't keep doing this. Please don't keep doing this because you're just going to ruin this. You, you have a good chemistry happening here. And then it kind of, yeah, it starts getting into what you're talking about where it, they, they chose another thing that they can go after. And I was like, yes, this is, well, it was, it was really in the intro. You kind of seen them inside the kingdom. I was like, there you go. Court, court herbalist. Go do it. That, that's where you can go. She needs to stop being out there because obviously people see who she is and <laughs> how much see red hair. Prince... Let's catch her. No, no, it's not just that. It was, it was the fact that you have Zen with her all the time. And what's the best way to get at a kingdom is the girl that he's after. Take her hostage. It's a really bad thing to have them walking together around places and then See you later. No, you have to go with her now. You just put a target on her back. You have to go with her now. Oh. Oh, when it comes down to it, I love the show. I highly suggest it. I think that everybody, I mean, at least give it a shot. It's so worth the time. I also get, I also get, uh, I also get uh, Scrap Princess vibes from his two uh, bodyguards. I, I just like them. Uh, they have some good personalities. I hope that we get a little more of them. I also liked Ryu when he showed up, which is the the really young herbal genus guy. Yeah, he definitely was really was interesting. Really sweet little story there because it kind of started hitting on Zen's past medical history, and that was all just heartbreaking. So yeah, everything in the show, I've enjoyed every episode. I love Shiryuki. I like a lot of the characters. Um, definitely looking forward to where it's going. But yeah, I do agree with you. It did really feel like it was like. You could have ended on the first episode, and that would have been like a short movie, and it oh, would yeah. been, it would have been perfectly packaged, ship go kind of thing. But I, I think it's got a, a good direction that it can go. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely suggest it. 
let's. Oh gosh. I I guess we I guess we could talk about this one. <sighs> Shimoneta. Uh, was it? It's a a boring world where concept of dirty jokes doesn't exist. And it's a it's a it's a show that covers a world where. Uh, 16 years after a big, gigantic bill was passed that is called the Law for Public Order and Morals in Healthy Child Raising, which bans, like, all coarse language and anything that is inappropriate is all banned. Everybody wears these collars that uh, keep track of what you say and listens in on conversations, and if it hears naughty words or anything... Uh, it, it sets off a, a, a beacon and these 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 soldiers come rushing in that are that take you down and steal away all your parnos and stuff. And it also has a there's one I think they also wear a, a wristband. Are you are you, are you describing right? Are you describing 1984 Big Brother? I guess yeah, <laughs> I guess. Um, but yeah, and in, in this world. Uh, the children strive to go to the the best schools. There's some schools that have uh, every every lesson they have is like forcing the children to have to explain like how does a child born, but they have to explain it in a way that is not inappropriate. It's like basically birds and bees, nice and polite ways of saying it. Um, but yeah, in, in this world, there's a, a boy named Tan- Tanukichi, and he is aspiring to join this prestige school where his childhood friend Anna is going at, and she's part of the student council, and he finally gets to go to that school, and he's all excited because he's going to go uh, meet his childhood friend, and on the way to school, he uh, runs into, he has a run-in with this, uh, they call her Blue Snow, and she is a terrorist, basically, and... And a way of terrorism in this world is that she dresses up in nothing but a, 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 a bed sheet and <laughs> and pan, panties on her head, and she throws out documents with uh, pictures of, of of inappropriate pictures of women out to all the men so that they can look at this and 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 realize that what they're missing, you know, you're missing out on this kind of stuff. But anyways, after this after this run in, he goes to school. Um, he ends up being brought into the student council right off the bat, where he gets to be a part of the student council with this woman Anna, who is a childhood friend that he he loves and and wants to to be with. And come to find out, one of the other student council members is the girl who was Blue Snow and uh, kind of a, a double agent, so to speak, and and working with student council in order to cover up what she's doing, which is basically corrupting the school because. Anna is the daughter of the politician that is pushing most of this big movement of, 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 <laughs> I guess, cutting the balls off of the society, I guess, is the, the best way of putting it. Um, but yeah, and so this, this follows, uh, this girl, Blue Snow, is, who's Yami, and, uh, Tanakichi, as she pretty much blackmails him into helping her as Blue Snow and spread inappropriate things about the school and corrupt society, so to speak. And naughty stuff ensues, really, <laughs> is the is the thing. Do you, do you want to start on this one? Do you, do you want to be the, 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 the first bad guy, or are you going to Well, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be a complete bad guy. I, <laughs> I, 
I appreciate this show for what it is. I this is falling in the same category as Prison School. I'll I'll just get that out there. It's I understand what it's doing. I understand that it's doing it well. It's just not my cup of tea. I guess. Well, some of the humor I do enjoy. I mean, I that then but but yeah, I I unfortunately it's like I'm sitting there watching some of these these episodes. I mean, I for goodness sakes, Anna absolutely makes the show for me. That's about it. It's sort of for me. <laughs> I was I was liking it at first, and then I'm kind of going, this is just bad. Well, it's like okay, there there's I. I, I like the characters. I like the turn off and just enjoy it because of what it is. But it's I I can't I can't disagree with you to a point because I do I, I can see where it's very insanely repetitive with a lot of the jokes. Yeah, and that it's was like, that was my issue. And and I so I can see where that would be kind of like uh, okay and I, after a certain point it's like. Uh, well, see, when I came into it, it was like the first episode was hilarious. I love the first episode. It was extremely inappropriate, but it, it worked. It was it was this build up to this moment where they basically plague the minds of all these very innocent children in this gigantic auditorium, and they all were going, "What is this feeling I have?" It was it was all hilarious. I loved it. I think and then it was like okay, what are we going to do from here is really what it was like, can, and I, I did a really positive review for the first episode when I did my impression on it. It was like, you did everything right in this first episode, but then what do you have from here? Right. And it was really just a, okay, there's only so many times you can have her flip open her phone and start saying a bunch of words and have random sound effects happen every time she says something inappropriate. What else do you have? She flipped her phone open again. She's saying inappropriate things again. What else do you have? What What are we doing here? Okay, yeah, cool. The 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 uh, science lady is is pretty funny. She'll show up and she's asking him what. But you've done that already. What else do you have? Anna was really. I agree with you. Was really the point what she was starting to change. It was like, wow, <laughs> this is kind of getting screwed up, but funny in a way. The fact that they're really. They're creating a pervert, like a, a seriously psychotic pervert, and I was kind of going with that. Well, it, but well, then the, the, it starts getting into her bottling up her stuff, and it's like, I don't know if well, I like this. No, well, and and that and that's the th- the main thing that I have my my main frustration with is I I understand where the it, it seems like I can see the direction that they're going with this, and and me and Andrew have ha- had this discussion quite a few times. It's like one thing that I. I think that they're trying to do is they're trying to say, look, if you censor stuff, this is what you're going to get. And I see that. But Andrew counterpoints with, okay, but why use that as an excuse to do this stuff? And and I'm like, I can't disagree with that. I... I, I understand his point on the on t- the jokes being overplayed. Some of them are just way too overplayed. But there's a very important theme that is running through here, and that's the main problem, is you're using... You're not... It, it, this is just like uh, uh, NHK... Well, not really NHK. It's uh, that, that short movie that we've seen a while back that was basically a, a message to people about... Uh, 
uh, pornography obsessions and game obsessions, and it was it was perfect because it 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 was a message for those people, and it worked well because it was something that they would actually watch. If this is a message and a political message to you shouldn't censor things because this is what the the, the society will become. This isn't something that anybody that would that would would be against it would be watching. You're 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 saying, hey, porno's bad. Watch this porno to learn why. No, yeah. you, you can't do that. It's not going to be the message. So it ends up just being a a way of entertaining those that are against it. So right. the political message is, doesn't really like, go anywhere. Exactly, and it's like uh, because my main thing is Anna is a perfect is is kind of like the. She is the explanation of why they're trying to say this, tell this story. And is and it, the problem is, is that she comes off and, like my brother's partly turned off by her because she's so over the top. And I and I can see that. I think it's funny. I think that it it has an important thing that is basically she is the reason why they need to fight against the censorship because she has these feelings, but she doesn't understand what they are. And that aspect's funny. It, yeah. And and I think that that all translates well, but the problem is, is it's so just engrossed with this over-the-top, exp- not an explanation, it's an over-the-top um, exaggeration of <laughs> tendencies that, a child would have, I wouldn't say child, but a, a teenager would have, I mean, what does this mean? So I need to explore that. And then the, the, you were, you were mentioning the fluids. I can, I can, I can understand the mental capacity of a, of a, a youth and, and wanting to explore that, but not knowing what it means. And, and I can understand that. And it's like, so I see what they're trying to say there, but the problem is, is that they're going so exaggerated. Um, it's just like uh, Watamote, that that one scene that, that that really turned you off, and it's like I understand that. I understand why a teen would go through those situations if they were cut off from certain things so much. Does that make sense? Makes sense, but I'm not quite sure if I follow. Um, but I, I want to say that I like the concept. It has a really great concept here. It's just I think they're killing a lot of the jokes, and I hope that something. And I, and I keep pretty much all these shows. I'll keep watching. So I want to reiterate that I I am going to continue watching the show. It's just I hope they move away from the repetitive jokes that they're doing. I like what sort of what they're doing with Anna. I, I get a kick out of a lot of things they're doing. It's just. Can I they, think can they, they, what, can what they do something else besides fall further into the hole to the point where why don't you why don't you just be a hentai because you're you're pretty much a hentai. Right I think now. I think that they really need to. If I was to say anything, I think that they really need to get to the point soon because at the point that they are now, it's it's make or break. You're going to either turn off the people who have been following you for a while or. You're going to, I, I, I don't know how to describe it. it. It's it's at a point right now where a a major point needs to come come around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think they kind of had the point. Basically, the idea of the 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 Anna and her mother and 
them realizing that they've pretty much pushed this girl to the, the breaking point and they're kind of backtracking a little bit, but then that kind of got pushed aside in this last episode where, yeah, the toys. Um, but yeah, I, I think it, I, like I said before, I definitely think it has a great humor in it. It's just not a lot of it's the humor that I particularly care for. It's because it's in the, in the realm of either repetitive or just too far for my taste, but uh, it, that's not to say that it's not good for some people. So, um, yeah, check that out if you're looking for some etchy fun. Um, which which sucks because it's not it's not really. I guess I I like more of the cutesy, uh, insinuated, uh, pervy humor. I not so much for when it just goes to the the point where it's just it's there and it's not hentai. So, I, I guess that's my issue. For the most part. I, 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 I can see it both ways. I I like the more insinuated, more co- more closer to what student council president does. I don't I think that they go a little bit too far, but at the same time I I think that's a little bit more in my line than we'll see it like this is. This is just too overt and too over exaggerated. Yeah, because like the example that pops in my head immediately is like Haneko. Haneko is very pervy, but it's it's insinuating the the humor and it's clever with it it never puts it into play and says look at this laugh at it it's really a lot of insinuated humor whereas this is like yeah running around with a, a bottle and what's in the bottle kind of thing is it, it's it's there and it's not too funny for me i guess that's not to say if, if you like it it's, it's your your bad or anything it's just for me it doesn't it doesn't make me giggle i guess Make myself even worse, a bad guy. Uh, let's move on to another show. We have Gate, uh, the thus the Japanese special defense force fought there or went to another realm or something like that. It's there's like fifteen different translations for it. Um, this show is takes place in Tokyo when suddenly out of nowhere a gigantic gate appears in the middle of Tokyo and dragons and soldiers and. All sorts of medieval, mythical creatures come rushing through and attack Tokyo. And we follow uh, Yuji as he is a otaku who's come to, um, I'm assuming, is a uh, um, brain fart. Uh, help me. The, the big otaku town. Akiba. Akihabara. And I'm assuming it's Akihabara. And he's coming there to a, for a convention and jumps into action, helps out the people, and uh, the military finally moves in and takes out all the, the mythological creatures and soldiers and push them back to the gate. And then it comes to Japan's decision that we're going to not wait for the next attack or destroy the gate because it could just appear somewhere else. We're going to go through that gate and, you know, face them... In the battlefield kind of thing. Turns out that uh, Yuji is part of the military. So he is part of this convoy that ends up going to this other world. And he's joined up with a band of people and some goofy humors thrown in there about possibly seeing cat girls and stuff like that. But as they arrive, they make camp right outside the, where the gate is on the opposite side. Um, battle with all the inhabitants of that land. Uh, there's one of the main kingdoms there that is sending forces to try to take down this uh down the military but they're pretty much easily mowed over by the 
you know, the advanced technology that mankind has versus this mythological medieval times type of setting where there's swords and bows and arrows and stuff like that. So it's kind of a one-sided battle. Um, and then quickly after the battles kind of settle, uh, Yoji is part of one of the many convoys that go out away from this base to converse with the locals and, uh, check out the surroundings, check out the villages, try to converse with the local tribes and kind of figure out what's going on in this world and kind of adapt and figure out what's going on. Um, but yeah, it, it, it kind of follows him as he goes around to these locations and meets these people and help people and fight and all that kind of stuff. And build yeah. a harem. Of course, build a harem. Um, wasn't as focused on the harem as I thought it would be. I mean, you come to a show like this with three main girls are already on the front cover or on the, the opening. And you'd think that that's constantly a thing, but um, surprising that <laughs> the harem aspect is not really taken into effect that much, which is quite a surprise. I, I think one of the more surprising aspects of the show is despite having a, a synopsis originally of otaku who would give who puts his otakuness ahead of everything and he goes to this other mythical world where he meets these this elf girl and a cat girl and a and a and a, a cute mage girl that was like all in my head like oh here we go here's another show like this but it's funny because all of those elements have not really been at all the focal point yeah he has he's basically put together his harem but they're not clobbering over him. They're not asking him to go on a date oh, in, in, in Hakihabara and, and hide him in hide him in luggage to go back to the homeland like a you know uh outbreak company or something like that. It's really keeping to a it's a lot more serious than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, I think that's that's really I think the the, the key thing is I it, this 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 show lends itself to a certain type of a uh it lends itself to the i the idea that this is going to go one route, and it's it's not that it doesn't go that route. It's that it's maintaining a serious vibe, and I think that that is more why it works so well. Because I, I'm sorry, I like like Andrew had mentioned, uh, was it yesterday or the day before when we were watching the last episode? And it was like, wow. I mean, this is. In some situations, it's very brutal. Well, it was it was right off the bat. It, it was it was really the moment that because uh, I, I thought they were actually going to have opposition. Like they're going to this other land and they're just mowing these people. There's going to be opposition, and then they have this moment where they really focus on this one general who was sent to try to attack the base, and it just looked it. It honestly, from that point on, it was really painful to watch how absolutely wrecked this other side was compared uh was how wrecked they were becoming against the military and their guns and their and their missiles and stuff it was it was like watching somebody squish ants it was like once very one-sided and i was like are they going to address this because there is it seems like they're really pushing this on this concept and then yeah at some point they they put it into words i think you were it was that one guy that said something like uh, what was it? This isn't war or something like that. Yeah, it was like he was talking. They're going he was talking, there. He they're was talking they're to actually the, going there. He was talking to Rory, which is the priestess of Horrible, war, yeah. war god, and uh, effectively, um, 
the war god enjoys war because of death and it's kind of a double-edged sword she she wants to be in there so that she gets the 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 war the the war god is is taking these people in but the she also is blessing in a way she's blessing the the war by joining in and and fighting and i thought that that was an interesting tool that they used her for because really in all actuality she's she takes in one of these these soldiers that are about to fall and he looks up to her and he says is this isn't war is it and 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 it and it and it pointed out that very crucial point that Andrew's kind of saying is, this isn't war. This is slaughter, just flat out slaughter. I mean, you got when you got these these helicopters coming in and they're just dun, da, 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 mowing da, these people, da, 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 yeah, da, da, mowing da. these people down. But it, so it was a very interesting tool that they used her for in that that aspect. I, I love this show. It's it just. There's so many things that I love about it, but and I, I also like the the princess's girl, uh, the princess girl and her her the rose her knights, knights mm-hmm. and the struggles that she's having with the situation. It's like it's it's being surprisingly serious, and it's exactly what I wanted when when we when we were first talking about the previews and how I was, uh, I think I mentioned at some point the, I think it was during our music episode. I was mentioning about the idea that the opening really does kind of signify this idea that they can go down this route of uh humanity and 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 uh humanitarian kind of things or helping they show like the the people helping with the carriage and stuff like that showing them help people but then at the same time there's this aspect of they are part of the military and they will shoot these people that are attacking them and it looks surprisingly serious and brutal like one-sided like I said before so yeah I I am very shocked by how much I'm enjoying the show. It is definitely addressing things that I want to see them address. It's it's staying away. F- it it's not staying away from it completely, but they're staying away from enough from the harem elements that I originally thought. I'm liking the fact that the otaku aspect is not forefront. I thought he was going to be a brainless otaku freak, but instead, every now and then they suddenly go curly uh curly cues or whatever for the ringlets <laughs> ringlets yeah just out of nowhere they'll or they'll they'll be looking in the binoculars and the oracle ladies walking towards them they're like oh is that ne- a goth lolly or something like that a lolita and i was like it, it's only sprinkled in there and whenever and they do well in just sprinkling in there because you're not you're not over flooded with it it's not constant it's not like oh here he goes he's talking about his stupid app again or something like that or oh gosh, he's a he's obsessed with the idea that this is elf girl. He's not drooling over the elf girl. It's just every now and then the guys get excited about something, and it's exactly what I was describing when we were talking about it before. It was like this he he feels more genuine to me because I can see myself in him. If if we were thrown off in a convoy going off somewhere and suddenly Dude, there's seriously an elf over there. <laughs> it's those little things, but it's never constantly there. So he it, has a good. job to do. He gets the job done. Yeah. But he takes his job seriously. Was heck yeah, there's an elf right there. Yeah. But I've got a job to do over here. But gosh, I can't stop looking at that goth lolly <laughs> <laughs> with a gigantic axe. She's awesome. Yeah, Rory, Rory's just way best awesome. girl by far. Way awesome. I'm, I'm I'm afraid of the time that 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 one of our the other two come up and and actually show how cute they can be. But right now, Lily Rory was has Lily got was it. cool when she was she was doing the 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 research stuff and she would just show up and she's all 
hot and she's trying to... I guess that's really the only down I can give the show is that they don't really do well with language. Like, they're not handling the language barriers well. It's like, they're constantly talking in Japanese and then suddenly out of nowhere they're like, Pan? Hmm. It's like... You can tell there's definitely... They're They're not making them talk different. So I don't know... Suddenly out of nowhere, one of them's having Lily talk to them and it's like... But they've all been talking in Japanese the entire time, and suddenly she's the one that's translating. Doesn't make it, sense. I I've definitely heard it. It's it's like it goes back and forth. Like the military, for some reason, they'll randomly switch from Japanese to some some language that I don't understand what it is, and then at other points that'll it'll be the the natives to this new world that will talk in Japanese for 10, 20 minutes, and then randomly they'll switch to some other kind of language, and it's like they're not consistent on. I Which guess it doesn't seem as as different as I would like it to be. Yeah, I guess is the thing. Well, no, it definitely that's that's the thing it, is it's going back and forth. It, there's definitely this weird weird language that both sides are are speaking in, and then they're both sides are speaking in Japanese, and it's like they're 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 switching at random when they're trying to make the point that okay, this other this other culture is talking like this. And they want it to sound like this. And then, oh, oh, wait, we've got to talk to this other, the the Japanese defense force. So let's switch it so that it sounds like they can't understand what they're saying. You know what I'm saying? It That's how it's coming off to well, me. Well, I'm not actually hearing the voice actors actually do that. Because, like, like when they were at the, the dinner table, suddenly I know where the, the, older, the elder guy just suddenly chomps down on the bread and goes, Moi! You know, he, he says, delicious! And then she's like, they say, Ikidakimasu, and it's like, but it's, he's talking in Japanese right now. I don't see where the divide is happening there. So I guess I'm just not hearing it. Maybe it's off and on, but I'm just not hearing that, that divide happen. It's it's a very, very sharp language. It's or something like that. It's, it sounds different to me. Hmm. Um, What was the other point that I had? I completely <laughs> forgot about it. Um, but yeah, I, I it, that's really the only issue that I've really had. But it, that's really a side thing. But but when she was trying to talk in Japanese, it was it was really cute how she was uh, trying to portray. Like I, I was outside, got hot, sticky, need to get inside here to the bath kind of thing. Um, but I haven't really seen too much with uh, Tuka. She does have a really tragic uh, story behind her, but I just don't think they've really touched it enough. It was. It was sad when they kind of got into it, but it wasn't really, it wasn't really, they didn't touch it enough to really get into it. I have a feeling this is a show that will actually sell a manga to me. Mm. I'm struggling right now with Noragami. I'm, I'm struggling with getting the manga for that. <laughs> but uh, isn't it supposed to be a light novel? This? Yeah. I don't know. I, I can was... go and look. I can find out right here with one click. You might want to do that. That is a light novel. Yuck! So enjoy reading. Wow, well, they the never translate the light novels. Uh, no game, no life is going through a, a translation right now, though. Way completely different art style. <laughs> that, that got changed a little bit. Yeah, I've heard there's quite a bit of a difference. What was what was the thing that was catching with Rory's voice? It was uh, oh yeah, Rory, Rory's voice was uh, the golden tongue girl from Food Wars. I, I realized that at some point. I was like, oh my gosh, that is totally. <laughs> that chick from Food Wars. Uh, it was really when she starts getting really... Uh, the Food Wars girl, when she gets really worked up, she sounds just like Rory. 
Um, which I'm happy that Rory's voice didn't turn me off because when I heard the PVO, I was like, no, it doesn't sound right. Um, it's kind of weird that she's not actually an Echo. I'm waiting for them to actually run into an Echo. We've <laughs> run into a Harpy. <laughs> so this is definitely a season of Harpies. We have two Harpies now. Um, oh, for just Monster Girls. Just, just across the board, it's Monster Girls. Hoppy, Poppy, Poppy, Hoppy, Poppy, Poppy, no, Hoppy, Poppy, Hoppy, my Poppy. Something like that. Yeah. Poppy. Know. Poppy. Happy the happy. Uh, have we, have we, are we, are we done that one? Are, are, we, are we good? Are, are we? Are we did we forward? gush enough? I, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I literally like where it's going though. It's, it's definitely something people should. If, I will, if you had issues I will with the follow, moment, I will follow Rory through the depths of anime writing hell. Call anime writing hell. But mm-hmm. Okay, You're a little, little, little stretch there. Well, I'm. I'm, just, a, I'm it, just declaring that she's going. I'm going to follow her, and and, it, and you you always say that I I follow them through crappy writing. I have so. I have one coming up that I I can claim that finally. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, if if you're enjoying the show, you can be happy to know that it's going to be a two core. So tons of gates, yes. tons of gates happening. That's awesome. It, it could definitely become another sword online. I'll, I'll be for that. I'm I'm good with it right now. Let's move on to something I'm not too good about. That is Bikini Warriors. Yes, by that title, you can guess what everything about this show, so we can just move forward. I'm mixed on it. I'm, I'm pretty mixed on it, too. Uh, it's, it's a show about a, a band of girls. There's a dark elf, paladin, fighter, and mage. That's their names, I guess, apparently, because I, I don't think they've ever said any names other than that. <laughs> I have no remember. I don't I, remember. I don't remember names, so that makes sense. Uh, they, yeah, random shenanigans, uh... This is basically a short, and it's, it basically is just a bunch of jokes that are keyed into JRPG, classic JRPG tropes, and that's the show itself. It's, let's explore the armor issue where less armor for some reason is more armor, where they're wearing bikinis, how should that be more armor than their previous gear? JRPG humor. We need stuff. Let's go pillage houses. Why? Because that's JRPG humor. So because it's completely okay. <laughs> so really, if if you are a classic JRPG fan, um, you're going to get a lot of these jokes. Um, outside of that, that's really it. I mean, it, yeah, there's the 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 fact that this is very etchy. So you might not really very etchy. It's just it doesn't shy away from showing these girls in random poses with bikinis on. And that's really most of the, the humor from here. Hand across four butts for. Three minutes. And that comes to my <laughs> big problem with this show. This show proves that you can honestly make a show that is entirely made up of stills panned. Because there is literally almost probably 95% of the show is just stills that are panned. Every now and then they'll walk forward. Every now and then a flame will appear from a dragon. But everything else is just stills that are panned, and maybe every now and then a, ma- a mouth flap. But yeah, it's okay. I, I was exaggerating, at. but okay, come on now. <laughs> no, that is literally the show. Don't, don't, even, don't even fight that. <laughs> don't even fight that. This is a I, I was exaggerating when I said three minutes, but I'm not going to say the entire 95% of the show is pans. It is, it is not. <laughs> it is, <laughs> but but. I'm not going to deny it is a lot of pans and stills, but 
And the the thing is, is when I say I'm mixed on it, I mean the the humor. There's the occasion that the humor gets it right. I mean, I I loved when they were going through. I, it was like the entire episode. I was like, okay, this is so stupid. They're doing the. They're making fun of the fact that you can go into houses and you can break anything. And we haven't done that joke yet. Nobody's done that joke before. And, and I'm like, okay, I, I get the joke. And they spent, you know, the entire... I don't know. Is this three minutes or five minutes long show? I don't remember. I think it's three minutes because it's real short. It is. And it's like, okay, then they spend two minutes doing that. And then they do a big old huge punchline at the end, which was okay. It was a little bit funny. But during the middle of it, they get it just right. It was like... The, the mage girl randomly pipes up that she found a, a, a crystal staff. And it's like, she's like, I've always wanted one of these. And it's like, I totally get that joke. And it, it made it perfect. And I I got it. it but it t- that's like, I laughed one time and then a little bit at the end when the joke was kind of funny when they... The, they revisited it. Yeah. It's like, okay. But it's like... Eh. That, was, that was two different. No, no, episodes. no. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm thinking that there's two different. No, were, I, yeah. Yeah. At the end of the episode, when the repercussions of what they were doing... The bio one did a a callback. Yeah. And it's like, okay... That's why I say I'm mixed on it, because some of the jokes are funny, and it is really funny when they hit the mark just right. But the rest of the time, it's like, okay, I'm I'm watching somebody make fun of JRPGs is really all it is. And Well, see, my problem is, yeah, I've... I found, as a JRPG fan, uh, JRPG fan, I've found this stuff kind of funny as, as going through. Like, why the hell did I just find this in a chest in some random dude's house? I've experienced these tropes in games. And the sad thing is I've played games that make fun of those tropes. I've watched videos of people making jokes about this stuff. So I've seen all of these jokes. I've experienced all these jokes. I've played games that make fun of these jokes. I've even watched people make videos making these jokes. So none of these jokes have ever are unique or new. And that's the problem. I kind of run into it. Um, I've maybe chuckled once. And that was really the, the buyback coming back with the joke at the very end. That's really all I've really gotten from it. It's not that it's terrible. If you like JRPGs, you'll find some jokes in here that are probably funny. But just not... Nothing really for me is is really my fault. So that's more my problem than anybody else's. That's like my whole issue with the the club shows for the longest time was like it's not the fault of the club show, it's the fact that I've watched too many club shows. So if you haven't, go watch kind of thing. Alrighty. Um let's move on to another one that's gonna demonize me. That's uh Himoto Umaru-chan. I like setting up people so they know that they can start hating me before I start talking about it. <laughs> Himoto, Umaro-chan. Uh, we warned everybody that this was the lower side, or the lower half yeah, of the yeah, season. Yeah. Um, yeah, this this follows a uh, a girl named Umaro, and she is perfect in every single way in her school. She goes to school, and she's beautiful, um, long, beautiful hair, and everybody adores her. She's top in all of her classes. She's always number one in, in test scores. She's just perfect. But then when she goes home and she closes the door and she's alone there or with her brother, she becomes this little chibi cute demon that just gulps down soda, plays video games, and watch anime all the time. She's just the epitome of everything opposite to what people would believe her to be. That's what she is when she's at home. 
And of course, the only person that knows that is Tahe, her her brother. And that's pretty much the most of the show. It, it follows as they run into random situations with either friends. Uh, they they meet. Uh, we we get introduced to Nana, who is uh, Abna, who is uh, one of their neighbors, and she comes from another uh, t- another an outskirts village out in the boonies. So she's a she's a country bumpkin, as you say. And you meet her and find out her story. Then you meet uh, Kyrie, who is one of uh, Umaro's classmates, who by some way or another ends up being welcomed into Umaro's home and discovers her secret but doesn't realize it's Umaro. And then you have the the other girl who is like her quote-unquote rival by her Self own nature. Selford, I think. Yeah, she... Uh, she is obsessed with the idea of being number one and everything. So she, for a course, finds Umaro as being her rival. So she's constantly fighting to win against Umaro. And that's, that's, that's pretty much the, the gist of the show. Um, like I said, I kind of hinted at earlier, this is the show of the season that I have one character that I am following because I love that character and I am suffering through the show because I'm just not it's not clicking with me in any way I'll just come out and say it Umaro is just not doing it for me she's very obnoxious uh, in a bad way Kyrie is extremely awkward and uncomfortable when she's in any scene she breaks the scene in every way it's her character is built around the idea of breaking a scene because that's her character. She's, that's her personality. So whenever she's there, she just makes the situation awkward and it's always focused on her. Um, same thing with uh, Silfenford. She's she's just overly bubbly and takes over the scene whenever she's there. So it always becomes her scene and that her scene's always, I want to be the best. Ebony, Ebena was the only character that I'm kind of going, her story broke my heart and... She's adorable, so whenever she's in the scene, I'm just going, hey, there she is, I can finally enjoy what's going on, but she's never really the focal point, sadly, so I, I struggle with it. it. It's it's funny every now and then. It's got a, some cute humor here and there, but for the most part, it's just kind of... It should have been a short. It's really I, the thing I come away with. It should have been a short because... Most of the jokes that they do are just way I too dis- long. I disagree. I think that if this show was a was was a short, you would a- utterly trash it. You would absolutely despise this show. Why? Why you? Because then that? it would be focused on just her in her little chibi form. I now my my way of looking at the show it could be a f- seven minute, and that would be perfect. It doesn't have to be a three minute. Well, just even not twenty four minutes. Se- even if it was seven minutes, I mean, you would you would still be focused. Most of the humor and this and this is this is the thing that I have with this. Well, see, the, I, I, the assumption there was that I would trash if it's a short. I'm already trashing it right now. And it's a twenty four minute long. <laughs> no, you have, it would you're, be less you're painful. Finding, you're finding things to enjoy about it. If you f- condense this show down, and th- this is this is what I want to get to is my main issue with this is half and half. Her chibi form, I find humor in. The rest of it is like, it's just so annoying. I want her to go away. And that, I think, is the frustrating thing about this show. 
anything that is not involved with her in chibi form, I absolutely love. I have gone through the. I enjoy be, the. I agree with that. Besides the whole demonizing the brother thing in public, that just doesn't settle with me. I, I okay. There, it, there was aspects of that that I didn't care for, but it was more. I enjoyed it because I thought sh- it showed her being cute, which is one of the few times that she actually comes off as cute to me. There's, there's been a couple times where she came off as really cute. I loved the the scene where she um, was watching the the scary movie, and it was just adorable. My main thing is, is when it, if pen, you take the Penwell monsters, <laughs> I got a kick out of that. I'm sorry. The, the 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 rest of it the the problem with this show is if you condense this show down you, the most of the humor comes around her in her chibi form and that is not where this show really shines to me um i think it's sometimes it's funny other times it's really just grating on me because she's overly ganky um see that was that was that was a scary thing when we first came into this show in the season i was like off the first episode, I was like, oh my gosh, she is super hyper ginky. If Chris likes this show, I'm going to be really annoyed because Chris doesn't like this type of super hyper ginky. So, and then sure enough, I'm like, okay, good. He's, he's not going to make me annoyed by that fact. <laughs> <laughs> like, why can't you acknowledge it right now, Chris? No, I, 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 I really, I have a hard time sitting through the scenes where she's in chibi form. I really do. Like I said, every once in a while, it's kind of funny, but. It, it's more because it's usually a, a, a taku joke that kind of just they throw it out there. And that's I think most people are. That's I think that's where most of the hype is coming because this this is what sucks about talking about the show is I know we're going to get bashed for this because I can see all over Twitter she is becoming the the big thing because she is the darling. She's yeah. small. She's cute, and she and because she she connects with people because. Oh yeah, I love sitting in front of my TV and, and making rotation out of my my chips, my my sweets, and my soda. And it's like that just doesn't. It, but for me, it, it doesn't. So I struggle with that. I don't care to watch her talk about her rotation over and over again. Yeah, her yelling about the fact that this is not a game. It's a it's 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 a FPS. That, that was funny. Yeah, her fixing the 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 broken uh, statue thing. That was kind of funny. Uh, there's always little, little itty bitty things here and there, but for the most part, it's like, I just, ugh, stop, please. Now, and that's where it kind of, like I said, it lends itself to a short because, and, th- and that's of course me assuming that a short would be condensing all of the stuff that I like and taking all the stuff that I don't. <laughs> so that's the fault in it. Um, but yeah, just an episode for Evina and, you know, and then an episode of, this is not a. This is not just a game. Or give me this game, it would be fun. But it's just having all this stuff in the middle is just like ugh. I just don't. It's not for me. I guess. Like I said, I I, I enjoy this show when she's not in chibi form. I I absolutely adore it. I I adore it when she when they're when they're they're going back and forth <laughs> and it's like. <laughs> I feel like the brother in the fact when you say that I think. I feel like the brother, because all I think about the entire time when she's walking and she's all gorgeous, is like, I know who she is, though. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the brother. And Now, this is where my frustration is, is when you stop and think about it, 50% of the show, and I think that I'm giving a lot, 50% of the show is pretty much her in chibi form. 
I mean, I can think of one or two episodes it's where only she been was when she went out and she was in TV. That that was huh? It was really the only time where she was at the the game place that she's really kind of not chibi and when they yeah. go shopping. It, it's it's it, <laughs> or school by. Yeah, it. I mean, I can think of at least one or two episodes where she was chibi the entire episode. So I mean, it's not. It's I'm giving a lot to say. 50% of the show is her in chibi form. That's why it takes away from me. Um, like I said, half and half, I see, I see humor in her. The other half, I'm just so graded by her, I want to shut her off. So, that's my opinion on the show, unfortunately. I think, I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm probably on the bad side, too. Yeah, please, please submit all of your complaints on the thread, as I'm sure people will. <laughs> all right, let's move on to... Sky Wizard Academy. Uh, this is our combat training school harem show of the season. This follows Kanata, who is a traitor for some reason. I think we've gotten little hints as to why don't make much sense. But anyways, this does takes this, place. Does this does this deserve the, the the title of harem? I mean, hasn't really hit on it too much yet. Yeah, none of them like him. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe blonde. It will get there. It will, you know it's gonna get there. <laughs> Redhead's coming around. Well, that's 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 what that was my thing that I was kind of explaining in the last episode for our first impression was like there really is not many shows that you can say are really hitting on this is a harem they're all over him except for one. Um, so it's kind of kind of surprising that aspect. Uh, but this follows Kanata. He's in a world where mankind has been attacked by this mysterious uh, these mysterious bug creature things that have basically wiped out the entire surface of the earth um this the only remaining survivors have taken sanctuary on this floating island apparently somehow mankind out of nowhere decided hey let's make a floating island while they're being attacked and killed um but yeah they're on a floating island and this is a this is where they have this academy and the academy trains sky wizards the sky wizards go out and defend the floating island against the beetles as they come to try to attack it um, but yeah, it follows Kanata and right off the bat, we kind of see him as he's fighting this, this big horde of beetles with his, his group, his, his team. And he goes off and fights alone as they retreat. And then we come back to finding him being called a traitor. We don't quite know why, um, but he has been assigned by the higher ups to basically train the worst of the worst of the Academy. These are the, these three girls are in the worst class um, either by being too haughty, being, is haughty the word? The goddess girl, haughty, you know, uh, uppity, uh, either shy or just not very good at all. <laughs> um, but they have potential, but uh, he's assigned to go train them to become better and not be complete wastes of, of academy space. And so he follows, he goes into the bathroom on one of the girls yeah, and gotta, then he goes go and gropes the other girl and and Bumps tries to flash the other girl. Yeah, he didn't. Have, because he just, that's what this show he is. He took his right? pants off, yeah. He had to take his pants off because they got wet because the other girl's jelly got all over his crotch. Because um, that's what this show's about. Episode one hated it. <laughs> Was like Wow, this you managed to make me hate a Sundere. You managed me to hate you managed to get me to hate a Moe blob. You managed to to I don't know what the hell your your thought was on the goddess girl because I 
if there's ever been a desire for a tragic girl death, that would be the one because <laughs> she's obnoxious and I hate her and I still hate her up to, up to this point. She's Ojo. Um, That's what she was going for. She she's obnoxious because she cannot shut up about how she's a goddess and how anytime you talk to her, there's got to be a reason because she's a goddess. Um, but surprisingly, going forward, you kind of have him as he kind of he he gets them to. I, it, I guess we still got to address the the fact that he's a traitor. At some point, they kind of said something about him not competing anymore with his team and not going out on missions anymore, and that suddenly makes him a traitor. So everybody keeps calling him a traitor, which is getting annoying. It doesn't make any sense. I thought that he killed somebody at some point, but apparently that wasn't the case. Uh, but then he kind of singles out each of these three girls and tries to figure out what their faults are by doing a quick training mission, um, and he's putting them through training that doesn't seem like it makes much sense but it makes sense to him and it ended up making sense to the story because they end up getting better um but i guess it kind of surprised me about the three episode mark or four maybe it was um when they started getting into uh miss sora's story and her her mom and why she's obsessed with using the gunblade that was kind of a shock interesting story um they started kind of making me like lecti which is the moe blob uh she's starting to get really cute Still not sold on the, the goddess girl, but it's it's okay. I'm not hating it as much as I thought I would. When I'm coming into it, I was like, oh, here's the here's the break blade or what was it? no not break blade uh world world break show of this season or the the duo of this season. But I'm not hating it. I'm 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 okay with some of the stories they're telling. I I want to know more of why they have this whole norm and normal and and sky wizard thing and why they forget them if they die and stuff like that but it's it's interesting it has it's few moments it's not a great show um definitely not doing anything new so if you're looking for a possibly future harem goofy guy walks in on girls all the time and has to explain himself every two seconds then you you might enjoy this show but it's okay yeah, it's 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 definitely a solid down the middle show. I mean, it's it's not doing anything spectacular. I I've enjoyed generally each character. Goddess Girl, uh, I could probably do without her. I mean, unfortunately, I I don't think that she. I I think that she still has a story to be told, but I'm not going to use that as a. Did you watch her episode, the last one? It didn't. It didn't. What I seen, it didn't show anything except for it was she's her, constantly her chasing. Was, her, yeah, yeah, her she's sister constantly was, chasing her sister. But that doesn't. And explain. she was never. Well, no, I don't think they're going to explain. <laughs> I say yeah, I was yeah, explaining this to him earlier. It's like you can't explain her attitude. Her her, her attitude yeah, is that, not explainable. I'm yeah, sorry. That, that exactly. If if she's chasing after somebody, technically that would mean she's got complex issues that makes her um, want to be better. Not I am better, therefore. Well, it was a. It was they were always calling on her sister. Her she was always, she was always left behind. She was always alone. She was pampered still though because she is part of this prestige family. But yet the fact that she's always chasing after her sister's shadow, that him finally calling upon her was a big deal, and that was the whole thing at the end of the episode. Was like, oh, suddenly, wait, you're you're at, you're wanting me? And he's like, yes, I need you. And I was like. You really played into her like that. That you're not fixing her. Yeah, <laughs> you're just it, playing it, into her. They, they they played it off the entire time that he it, he needed her. T- 
she needed to come to him and want we to had be to get everybody else up to your level first oh my gosh you dude, just totally into it. fed you totally fed <laughs> that goddess and, and that was like okay that was just stupid now what, so it's gonna continue <laughs> yeah <sighs> anyway i i think it has potential i'm interested in it and i i i definitely am gonna continue watching it i don't think it's got potential i think it's just gonna be continuing to be what it is which is just a mediocre show so not great not good not bad though I, i'm not hating it besides the goddess girl <laughs> and that first episode which made me not was not a fir- good first impression i would say if you even want to give the show a shot at least get up to uh miss sora's story and why she wants her gun blade so that probably had the most potential in the entire show so yeah, Goku moment with that one too. I kind of agree with some, what was it? Somebody said that it was a Goku moment. I kind of agree with that. Her mom's a Goku. Anyways, let's let's, let's go to <laughs> Monster Musume. Yay! Um, this is this is this is the third show of the. I understand what it is. I think it's doing it right, just not for me. Show so I got three of those shows in this season so far. Well, four actually, if you call it Marachan. Uh, this show is takes place in a world where monsters are now being brought into human society. It's there's they've apparently been there before. It's just they were in secret. And now they are out in the open. They're in society, and mankind has made a bill that allows them to live amongst humans, but they always have to be with a human. They can't harm humans, and there's also this other side effect that they can't have relations or they'll be in trouble. But yeah, it follows the main character who is named Dotting. I don't think that's his real name, but they always call him Darling. I don't think they've ever called him anything but Darling. It's probably even listed in here as Darling. Let's see here. Let's see here. No, I think it's Kimihoto. Kimihito. But they always call him Darling. Um, no, and only she calls him Darling. <laughs> no. The other, the Poppy the, calls him Onichan. The agent lady calls him Darling. She even has it on her phone. That that I can't I can't argue with. <laughs> but yeah, they, they all have their little names. They even have the Centuria calls him Master or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he he's currently living with this snake girl named Mia. Uh, through some reason or another, he gets stuck with with taking care of her. Um, I say stuck like anybody cares. Like anybody feels sorry for him. I do feel sorry for him because he <laughs> probably dies like every episode. <laughs> Um, and then it kind of progresses from there as for some reason or another, it's anime and it's, it's a harem. He's constantly, every episode he's given a new girl. He's, uh, he meets a harpy named Poppy. Um, he meets a centurion, uh, named Centuriary, Centuria. And then he's met, he's met, uh, the slime girl. He's met a mermaid. And I'm assuming next episode we're going to get the spider. So yeah, he's, he's got a house full of girls. And then at some point, I think in the third episode or fourth episode, uh, the agent tells him, hey, uh, to kind of facilitate this bill and to kind of push things forward, you're going to marry one of these girls. So have fun with that. And he does because he's being constantly nearly killed. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, if, if you like the harem element, if you like monster girls and random... Uh, See, it's funny because this is this is the show that I think is more in my taste of humor for the quote unquote etchiness. Um, I think compared to like Prison School and uh, 
uh, Shimonetta, it doesn't push it as far except for maybe a couple situations, especially the the lollipop thing and the and the. the ta- <laughs> oh my gosh! I completely t- forgot about that. <laughs> and the tail, the tail thing with uh, Mia's tail. They like to do things with that tail, uh, but for the most part, it's not that bad. Um, but it does it does manage to every now and then push the to, to love Rue moments. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of funny. Um, and I, I I kind of get more humor out of this show than those other two shows, but I think that's more because this show is just plain stupid fun. It's just harem stupid fun. Whereas prison school is trying to do something is is crude, and it's trying to do the story of the prison school, and Shimonetta's crude, and it's trying to do the message of the politics and censorship. This one is just, don't try to think about too much. It is just a goofy harem. They're all in the same house. Shenanigans happen. Plus, adding into the fact that each of these girls have some kind of quirk about them because they're monster girls. So Slime Girl likes to jump on the other girls' bodies and, and pull the moisture <laughs> off of their bodies. And Oh my gosh, they went way over the <laughs> over the top on that one. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm sitting here claiming that this show doesn't go that far, and then, and then I'm remembering <laughs> that was the that was by far the, the worst. I I'm not going. To that deny was a that turn one. your volume down if anybody was around. Uh, yes. Kind of thing. It was just like, okay, wow, we're <laughs> getting pretty heavy. And then the, the the tail thing again, like I said, and the popsicle. And I mean, if I remember right, the second half of that one wasn't that bad, but that first half of that episode it was a mermaid was really thing. Bad. A mermaid thing was kind of just very subtle. Mermaid part wasn't that, that big a deal. But yeah, it's it's not great. It's not even maybe possibly good, but it's just a it's a good silly harem type show with just some often over the top kind of sexual humor, but it's okay. I I enjoy it. I, I have I have quite a bit of fun watching it. It's a brain turn off. Don't don't even try to come in there thinking that there's something important to say. It's just fun, goofy humor. There's a lot of etchy in there. Um, like we were saying a few moments ago, I mean, I was like, wow, okay, we're going a little bit far here. Um, but, you know, overall, it's it's just silly fun. Um, I, I I love Shu, honestly, personally. <laughs> I She was the excuse to be able to actually show, like, every single part of a woman without having to worry about... Censoring she it. She is cute. <laughs> Come on. You have to admit she is slightly cute. Very couple cute moments. The only other one that I could probably go with is probably Poppy. Poppy is. Poppy's cute. I like Poppy. I, I like Poppy. I like the Poppy of the Hoppy. Hoppy, Poppy, Poppy, Hoppy. And then they did the whole thing with the icicle thing and it ruined the moment. Yeah, they didn't need to do that. They really didn't need to do that. That was too love roof. Totally a two love roof thing. Didn't didn't need to be there, and it's it's one of those it's one of those bothersome. It's like they say, "Well, she's the same age as everybody else," and it's like, "No, it's, it's she's really the Lolly character," and I don't really I don't want her in that situation, please. Uh, but they'll do it anyways. I'm not looking for the spider girl. I do not like spiders. I kill spiders whenever I see them, and I don't think I'm gonna like that. But that's you were gonna saying be, that's, that's gonna be the yeah, that's gonna be the the bondage excuse. No, she's not dominatrix. She's, she's got that. She's she got the, she's got the. Yeah, I've seen silk. them. I've seen them both in the silk. So yeah, yeah. I can see that. I can see that. I can see that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think I like the personality of Centoria, but I do like the cuteness of Poppy. And Sue's just yeah, I I like Sue, but not. I think the the issue I have with Sue is that she usually facilitates all the very 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 suggestive stuffs. 
or the moaning. Well, in Centauria is is there as a with the 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 character who's supposed to be above all this crap, but somehow it keeps ending up in it. Yeah, <laughs> she's trying That's to be why noble, she but works. She, she she doesn't want to be left out of it. The noble girl that doesn't want to be left out of the situation, kind of yeah. thing. Um, mermaid was kind of yeah. The, the mermaid didn't really do anything. That was kind of high. I want the the mer- little mermaid story, and so I don't really like him. <laughs> that was so messed up. She wants to be the one that the mistress. She doesn't want to be the actual. <laughs> <laughs> they, they showed they showed darling with with uh, with uh, embracing Mia, and then off the side, her hands holding his hand from wave off the side. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's like. Does he have a boyfriend? Does he have a boyfriend? They're going through the entire thing going and they're implying that she wants to be with him. Uh, no, not because she wants to be with him, because she wants to be the mistress. Yeah, the full moon part was pretty crazy. I'm too. good with it. <laughs> the, the full moon part was pretty crazy, too. It was like, oh, yeah, there was something else I was supposed to tell you. Oh, that's all right. And then sure enough, that night, he nearly dies again. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, it's it's totally harem and the idea is like, dude... Just do it. It's it's okay. But yeah, the, the the other issue that you... And it sucks that you pointed out because I seen it, but I didn't pay it mind. And then you mention it. And then it's like, now I can't stop. I can't unsee oh my gosh. the white eyes. I, I, I forgot to mention that because I was <laughs> going to say that. My biggest turnoff for this show absolutely by far is his eyes. His eyes drive me up the wall. It's got like I derp can, eyes. I can enjoy pretty much everything about this show, but every time he's on the screen, he's got these stupid circle scratchy eyes, and I can't, I can't do it. I'm so stuck on that. It's almost like they don't care to give him any kind of personality, so they're just like, well, you can get too much out of his eyes, so let's just make his eyes whirly goggles, and so he just looks like he's just derp. I'm, I don't care what's going on right now, and just, and just end the situation. Then it kind of lends itself to. Why the hell are these girls? And then you realize it's a harem, so you don't, you can't put logic into why these girls like this guy so much because harem. <laughs> so they're all gonna like him for the most shallowest reasons possible. <laughs> uh, he he was the only one that didn't look at me like a monster. Oh, that I can make that makes sense. So I'll, I'll go with that. All right, next up we're gonna talk about is Chaos Dragon Sikiru Seneki Zakot. Chaos Dragon worked for me though. This is a show that I thought was going to be a, another card show, because Chaos show? or some kind of Pokemon type thing. Because it's Chaos Dragon, so just sounds it's like it's really not card that. Card. <laughs> it is not. No, no, no. no. Um, I think my first thing that I oh, let me let me get in the story real quick. Uh, this follows Ibuki, and he is the next crown prince to this kingdom that is on a remote island out in the middle of nowhere. Um, he was, uh, part of the kingdom that was on the western side of this island, and there was another kingdom on the eastern side of this, uh, island, and then out of nowhere, one day, a, a neighboring island kingdom came in to invade, um, completely destroyed, uh, Ibuki's kingdom, and drove the people to the east, to the other kingdom, where they were locked out and basically mowed over by this other kingdom. And then, if that wasn't bad... Out of nowhere, the 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 dragon of the island, because it seems like every region or every island has its own guardian dragon. Uh, this island has the red dragon. That guardian dragon shows up, and instead of protecting its people, it just goes crazy and starts 
you know, destroying indiscriminately. It kills the original inhabitants of the island. It's killing the people that are invading. Um, and so it kind of, it, it goes to this whole thing where it seems like each of these kingdoms, even though they are at odds in, in a way, they're, they've created a, a dragon hunting uh, group, basically, where they're kind of banding together to go after a, a similar cause, which is to take down this dragon that is going to basically kill everybody. Um, so we quickly meet uh, Ibuki. He's in a uh, an orphanage out in the middle of nowhere that's kind of away from the conflicts. Um, he's kind of resigned himself to not even care about what's going on, even though uh, some remains of his previous kingdom is, uh, is, uh, is a, one of the members of a rebellion that is trying to get him to retake the throne. Like you, you can, you can become the next King. Let's join my rebellion. Let's go, let's go take back the kingdom. And Ibuki's like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be involved. I've seen enough bloodshed kind of thing. So he's, he trains himself in passive fighting just because he wants to defend himself, not kill. Um, but this, this rebellion, uh, rebellion, rebellion leader guy pretty much puts him in a position that, puts him in a in a middle of a an attack on one of the invading kingdoms as they're coming through with a special orb that they believe can help them destroy the red dragon. And this orb, he ends up coming in contact with this orb and the orb jumps onto him and goes within his body and it allows him to communicate with the red dragon, the the same red dragon that's basically destroying the entire kingdom. And this red dragon quickly tells him, um, gives him a pact, so to speak, where is if he can offer him a soul of equal value, he will kill anybody. So that person ahead of you, if you want me to kill him, I will. But first you must offer me a soul of equal value. And that's, I think, pretty much been stated as a friend, basically. Yeah. Um, and quickly we, we, we discover that there might be some people who have already been lined up to do such a task for him in order for him to reclaim the throne. And I guess that's wherein lies my initial concerns for the show. First and foremost, I love the style of this. I know I've heard crit uh, critics against the style that they have here. I like the style. I think, like, uh, Aha is best cat girl so far. She looks awesome. You can make an argument that Rory from uh, Gate is a cat girl, but she doesn't actually have cat ears. She just has the whole bow thing going on. Um, Eha is just... I love her design. I like... I also like how she is kind of this... They have they have a lot of different beings in this world. They have, like, the regular, like, quote-unquote humans. There's even some humans that have special abilities. Like, I really like uh, Swallow, how he has... He has a curse upon him that any blade or any instrument he touches will shatter, but he's able to b bring out like a, a great potential from them that can unleash great power. Um, and of course, you have Ahau, who is they call him a like a how is it bound? They call him a bound, which is basically somebody who has been born to be connected to a beast, and they're attached by an umbilical cord. And if that is ever severed or one side dies, the other side dies, and it's like really interesting ways they set up each of these characters. Um, but my the sad thing that I come in this show that's kind of made me fear it is that they have this 
they started out really playing off of a gimmick, and the gimmick was giving me complete flashbacks of a Kamigawa kill, where you have the gimmick is how much they kill characters, and they're setting them up like pins, and they're and they're the closing segment says here's the characters that he can kill right now and gain power. Like these are friend zone so they can die (laughs) or so friend zone (laughs) It's it's death by friend zone. And then they'll have like little X marks whenever one of them dies. And it's like, you're just basically turning them into collateral and and it makes sense to the story. It's, it is his power and it's a screwed up power, but it is, it just felt very gimmicky at the start, and it made me really fear where this show was going. And they even have like this whole beginning segment where it's like, here's all these characters, and there's this big battle coming up. Which one will he choose? And then it goes flashbacks to the the starting point. It's that kind of stuff that really had me worrying about the show. I like a lot of the show. I like a lot of the, the characters. There's a lot of creative minds behind it. Uh, the big one that's always been thrown around is Jino Ibuchi did... Uh, one of the characters who is uh, Lao, who has the gigantic uh, casket and weapon, and she's always talking to, even though apparently it was supposedly originally a male character. Um, I think it works out as a female character. Uh, but there's a lot of creative minds behind the crafting of these characters, and I think that does well in making all these characters feel very unique. Um, I'm not quite sure exactly if there's going to be a resolution in this show, I don't see them wrapping it up in 12 episodes, especially with all that's going on around them. The chaos dragon, the kingdoms that are at war with each other, the invading kingdom. If Ibuki's ever going to become a king again, all this stuff is kind of all wrapped around in the story. And then you have like all these individual characters and what their stories are. And of course they can all be cut short by the fact that there's a gimmick involved here. Uh, with well, death, it's, but... it's basically, it's running into the, the world's too big for a 12-episode show. Right. Which we've talked about that issue before and how once once you get to a certain point, you start realizing how big the world is and how many characters are being introduced, all, all these little hooks, and then you start realizing, okay, this really feels more like a 24-episode show at, right now. And that's that's was, really my fear because it. technically it is a media franchise, so there is no guarantee this is ever going to be concluded because it's technically built around the idea that they can do multiple media things with this. They can make a game out of it. They can make a a commercial out of it. They can make an anime out of it. They can make a manga out of it. It is a, a media franchise, so there's no telling what they can do with it, and there's no telling what will be concluded. They could conclude nothing, <laughs> so to speak. Yeah. Um, so that's, I guess, my my right off the bat fear um, i mean he he it, it, it's 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 one of the nice things that they have that they've tried to balance i mean i don't i don't think that everything in the writing is perfect i i i like the writing i think it's a good solid show one thing that i do did notice right away is that um the main character that has this power is very very against using it which is a good thing um he 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 loses somebody very important to him very quickly in the show. And so from that point on, he makes, makes a, a a conscious effort to, I'm not going to become friends with anybody. And whether he likes it or not, he ends up becoming friends with people, but he, 
it's it 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 shows him that fighting that that urge to want to like somebody and 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 I like that and um like like my brother was saying that uh the the swallow guy he's 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 geeky and he's funny and his power comes out at random times while they're eating dinner <laughs> he, it's like yeah he they were on a desert and he wanted to get something to drink and just dushes on him because he made the entire barrel disappear <laughs> It's so I mean and his it, his chemistry with Meryl the his little servant or I don't know if we saw it servant girl but she's always like an assistant to him I love their chemistry back and forth um, I even like uh, Lao who's kind of a very evil character I just like her I guess her evilness her mischievousness I mean the, the, I love so many of these characters I don't expect much from them but I think they're giving me enough to give me their personality so it it works out well. Um, but it, it does make it feel very big. I just, it sucks because I know they're going to finish the stupid series off with Aya dying. <laughs> yeah. I'm just waiting for it because. Oh, no. Please, no. Pl- I, I, you know what's going to happen. No. Um, it no. sucks because you already know who's going to be at the final battle because it shows up in the very first episode. But. No, no. I'm they, just dreading that. Her. No. It was, it was interesting that they actually managed to use the, they almost managed to use the ability that he has to not take the life of somebody that is okay, I guess yes. is the best way of putting I it. I liked that. And how it was going to be used to kill the murderer was very clever. I That kind of writing is very fascinating in the show. So it, it's... I, I, I was coming into recording this as... I'm very mixed on the show, but more that I think about it, I, I like a lot of this show. I don't... I have my fears, again, that it's not going to conclude in any way, shape, or form. Um, I was fearful at the beginning that it was going to be a very gimmicky show like Kamigakil, where its its whole focus point is, who's going to die this episode? And that just turns me off to the characters. But even if my mindset was, okay, i got to stop attaching these characters because they're just which one's going to die next. It doesn't help because I'm still, I'm still liking Swallow. I'm still liking Meryl. Well, I'm still that, liking Aha. I'm still liking Lau. I, I think that they've, they've done well. And I mean, if you stop and think about it, it uh, they've kind of, they played that card at the very beginning. And now you're in a, in a, in a kind of a, it almost puts you in the mindset of Ibuki. Like, Oh, I don't want to make friends. And then you're still meeting friends just like Ibuki. <laughs> right. And, and, but they've played that so well. I mean, I, I don't want to spoil anything because it, it, but it, right now you're in effectively a limbo. <laughs> I guess it's the, I mean, how many episodes has happened and that hasn't happened again. I mean, you can spoil this part out, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I, it, it, I, I like that they have played that card. It's like, well, it was. You, you I think don't it, forget that this is the world you're in, but we've set it off to the side, and now, now you're going on, and it's like. And I think that's what it's going to play can't off. I can't allow it because you're going to kill somebody. <laughs> yeah, so I, I guess it's the thing where they they hit it too hard at the beginning just to kind of show you it, and then it's like it's building up its ammo, and then mm-hmm. you're going to get to that final battle, and it's going to have that decision which one is going to be it. Because it says it right off the bat. It says, which wh- I've I made my decision kind of thing. Like, this is the one I'm going to choose. Um, but I guess the thing that made me most afraid of it was the second death. The second death was a turnoff, because that just felt... 
it felt awkward. It, I mean, not awkward. It 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 felt rushed. It felt forced. Like that character had no care for their life. I understand the first one. The first one was very difficult, but it made sense when they explained that that person was chosen to do that. But when they got to the second one, it was like, he has no business to being wanting to be this... I mean, yeah, I understand him. he might be just brave and willing to fix the situation, but nobody's going to be that brave at that age. <laughs> just, it just doesn't feel right. It didn't feel right to me. And and like I said, it, it started opening up that door to, is this going to be every episode? I mean, we've, we've, we're hitting once an episode. Is this going to be a thing? Yeah. But then, like it you was, said, it died it away. A, it was, it was a, that, that particular one was kind of a, it was a mixed bag. It, I, it, it felt like it was, it was almost a, a world building death. It, because the first one was important because it showed you what it was that he had. It, because you needed to know his his power comes with a cost the second one was this is the kind of how this ability works not necessarily that it this is what it costs because definitely the first one was a lot more cons- a lot had a lot more weight to it than the second one yeah um the second one definitely was almost like okay Yes, this can happen, but this can also work in another route. And, and I don't know if it was necessary, like I, yeah, like you were like saying. Rules. It is. It it yeah. It's a rule, and and it, so it's it's kind of a mixed bag. I half of me is saying yeah, I kind of accept it for what it is, and the other half is like, yeah, I agree. It was really, it almost felt forced in a way, but yeah, it it, it definitely. It's a mixed one, that second one. I'm remembering that scene in that back alley. <laughs> it was like, wow, now this could be used as like a sniping, an assassination tool. It's like it, it, it's almost, it's, it's silly to make, to praise it too much, but it almost feels like they're, they put a lot of, it, it's almost like they actually put a lot of thought into something that, like I said, originally felt like a gimmick. Like, it can be used to get revenge on a murderer. It can be used to, assassinate somebody it, it, it it's all these little goofy little not goofy but interesting little facets to an ability that could have originally just been a, a gimmick which like i said it felt like it within the second episode but i think it's got a lot more to it than that and it's it's been a very interesting show and uh, quite a surprise to me and like i said before i really like the art style very interesting looking characters and it has it has cute yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it so far. And I I recommend it, but I do definitely know that it's not going to be for everybody. It's it's definitely relies a lot on dark uh, fantasy and a little bit of action in there. I, not as much action as I thought that was originally going to be, but it's got a good little turmoil to it. Yeah, it's 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 a mixed bag for me. I I appreciate it for what it is. Um. I enjoy the characters I think is really kind of the main re- main thing that's driving me through. I think it's a pretty dark show. It feels very, very different than most shows too. I'm, I'm always glad when I see a show that just feels different than, and the most of the offerings. So good deal. 
the last show that we have that is a show that is starting out this season, fresh and new, is Jokaimachi no Dandelion, or Castletown Dandelion. And this is a show that takes place in a town that, or a kingdom that is ruled by a, a man, and he wanted to have his family live a normal life, so he purposely has his children walk to school, go to school, uh, go to school at normal school, and have normal childhood lives. But at the same time, the entire town is like insane uh, camera states, and you can't really call it Big Brother, just cameras everywhere that takes video of everything that's happening. Um, and it plays itself into this whole initiative that the king has of wanting the people to decide which of his, what has he got, like 10 children? Which of, his, <laughs> which of his 10 children is going to be the next king? And so it's pretty much like, uh, you know, reality TV show for everybody. Everybody can turn on the tube and constantly see what these children are doing in their daily lives, except for when they're in school or when they're at home. Those are the only two points in you know, probably, of course, bathrooms or whatever, but school or home are no zones. They're they're safe there. They can't be cameraed or anything. But anywhere else, these children are constantly on television. They're being watched. And, again, people are going to decide which one of these children, based off of whatever, they're going to decide which one's going to be that. So, constantly, every night, there's there's news broadcasts. Ooh, here's the news polls. These are, which one of these, these children is going to be next, uh, is is the most favorable for the next uh, kingship, um, and that mainly follows. I won't say mainly, but it, most for the most of the part, it follows Akane, who is one of the daughters, and she absolutely hates. She's very very shy. She hates being on camera. She's always avoiding the cameras. Any moment she can avoid them, she's happy. She she loves school because she's not being filmed there. Uh, she doesn't want to go out and do shopping because she'll be filmed. Um, she likes to hide behind her brothers and sisters as they go to school so that she can hide from the cameras. Um, and then it, it, of course, every now and then it, it pretty much, I think it's like two arcs per episode. Like you have, no, I think it's like three. So you have like three stories per episode. One will follow one of the, the kids, explore them a little bit. Then it'll follow another kid and explore them a little bit. Um, you have, uh, Akane who is, and they, that was the other part of it. They each have abilities. I think that's an important part to add to there. Mm-hmm. Um, Akane can fly. There's a one of the the brothers can uh, can kind of you know math figure out a situation and the probabilities of success or whatever. A girl can talk to anything or any animals. Um, there's one girl that can make things grow or 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 shrink. Um, yeah, one kid's really super strong. They each have these different abilities. Um, this is uh, a show that I was kind of interested in seeing how it was going to go because from the synopsis, it, it sounded very interesting. The concept of like this this whole kingship and the kids having who's going to be the next king and they all have special powers. Um, coming into the first episode, I wasn't quite sure what they were doing because it didn't really make didn't really catch me too much. It was really just an introduction. Here's the, here's the characters and here's their abilities. Um, then I started really liking a lot of the characters as they were going forward. It was like I was very surprised that each of these characters has some pretty good personalities. They didn't really fit into tropes as much as I thought they would be. I thought there was going to be, that's the girl that's going to be the Sundere. This character's going to be the Genki. This character's going to be the 
the Dondari. This is going to be the Kuderi, but they ended up actually not really falling into too many tropes. I actually kind of like that they feel unique and interesting. I like the styles. There's a lot of the characters that I like. I like Akane. Um, I like the uh, the idol sister, the one that wants to be an idol, which I think is Hikaru. Uh, uh, sorry, Hikari. Um, there's a lot of the characters I like, a lot of the situations I like. I got a absolute kick out of... They like to play with Akane a lot. <laughs> and they have the entire episode where they're... She shows up to school with... They're not sure if she doesn't have a skirt on, if it's maybe it's a really short skirt. <laughs> they're trying to figure out if they should tell her. Does she know it'll ruin her if she discovers she doesn't have a skirt on? Does she realize she doesn't have a skirt on? That was that whole episode was hilarious. Um, so I have a lot of fun with this show. I, I, I'm enjoying as much more than I thought I would coming into it. Um, it's offering me a lot of laughs, some great characters, and some silly antics. Okay, I, oh, big I guess then. I get to be the bad guy. I think that a lot of my main issue with this show is it's got way too many characters. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> I, 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 and I don't mean to, because and Andrew makes a good point. There's a lot of humor in here I have a lot of fun with, but I have no clue who anybody is. Um, I actually, for some strange reason, thought that the blonde girl was in love with the big brother, Different and then girls. the blonde girl at some point turned into one of the sisters, and then I. So I have no idea who anybody is, and that's confusing the fire out of me because there's just too many characters, and the. I mean, if it was probably just just uh, Akane and just following along, and then just introducing the. The, the the siblings as side characters and yeah I'd be a little bit interested in them and, but it like Andrew was saying the way that this is designed is it's uh it's three three episode or three parts per episode and what you end up to, and sometimes it's two I think but but it doesn't matter it's it's split up into parts and so you'll get this little story this little story in which each little story is interesting and cute and fun and in a lot of cases but like I said, it's hard to keep track of what's going on between each character. And I think that's, if anything was my biggest turnoff in this show, that would be it. And I think you, I think the problem that you have is probably then Hana, by the way, Hana was absolutely adorable, which was the one that actually likes Shu, which is one of the brothers. I think the, the problem you probably had is that, and I kind of had a short moment where I kind of almost derailed and then I realized what was going on is for some reason, at some point, I think it was in like the what, third, second or third episode, they went and tracked down this Hana girl who liked the brother, and they explored her, and it came back to the, the 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 brothers and sisters. So it was like this out of nowhere deviation from the main cast to follow this girl for an entire segment, and then it comes back to the main cast. And you can't really overanalyze this show because it really is just three segments of just comedy based off these characters. None of them really are getting explored. There is this little thing about one of the, most of the brothers and sisters not wanting one specific sister to win because who knows? It seems like they don't think that she'll do a proper job or they, they see something in her that's not good. Um, but other than that, it's really just here's a lot of characters and let's have fun. But I do agree with you. It was like when I first came in the show, it was like, my gosh, are we going to – I, I thought it was going to be like, here's this big family. Now let's follow Akane for the rest of the show. 
But it ended up being like, okay, here's a segment of this character. Here's a segment of this character. Okay, wow, we're just going to do all these characters. But there's don't expect character development. It's just, here's no, their power, no, fun. Characters. Here's their there's, power, fun. There's there's character development. The problem is, is that because it's constantly bouncing around on each character, I'm losing track of who who is who. I, I couldn't tell you. Outside of the lolly... The lolly has the ability to talk to things. That's it. I couldn't tell you what any... There's a new character who has the ability to make probability. I don't know. And that's the only reason I know who he that he has that ability is because he was in the last episode. He did in the first episode, too. Huh? He did in the first episode, too. I don't remember. And he did it in like the third episode. <laughs> somebody I guess I'm, can I guess I'm paying attention somebody to the show can, more than you, I guess. I, well, no, no, no. I, I'm, I'm paying attention. The problem is, is I'm losing track of the. There's a girl that has the ability to split into lots of different personalities, and it's each of the, the seven sins. That's. I don't remember. I, I know that Akani can fly, but she can't really fly because she doesn't want everybody to see her panties. And I don't know why. She, and she doesn't like wearing anything but a skirt, which doesn't make any sense to me. But <laughs> that's just. It's because it's funny. But I, I can't tell you any... I think one of them can... Grows... Can, I, the Sundari can dro- grow trees. Um, and... No, she has the power to to make things grow and makes them shrink. There's a character that's really strong. No, she can't make things shrink because she has yes, to wait until nightfall. She made Akane shrink. Okay, so she can do it either way, but yes. she can't do them both at the but same time. But once she performs it, you have to wait 24 hours okay. before, it goes, before nightfall before it goes away. Yes. Um, but yeah, there was the, I forget what shoe was. He was the, oh, he's teleport. So you have flight, you have teleport, you have teleport growth, or he can you climb. have, huh? No, he's the, you're talking about the little brother. The little brother is strength. He okay. just climbs with strength. Um, you made me lose track of what I was at. Talking <laughs> to, talking to objects, splitting into seven different people, probability, um, being able to produce anything out of thin air, but they oh, come, but out, of come out of bank account. Her bank account, right? <laughs> <laughs> that was that was pretty goofy. I was like, "What? That doesn't make any sense." What was the long-haired sister? Uh, the one that every that's actually the number one right now. She's the perfect homemaker girl. I, I forget exactly what she did. She's the only one that I don't remember what she did. But yeah, I mean. It's cute. I, I I like all the little and, and, and don't, don't I'm don't, enjoying it. Don't get me wrong. I'm I like I said earlier. I am enjoying the show. I just think that there's because of the absolute massive cast is really what it is. It just to me it got it's getting convoluted. I'm I'm having a hard time keeping track of who's who, and therefore it's ha- I'm having a harder time enjoying characters. I. I, I, I agree. Akane is absolutely adorable. Um, I love the the little lolly. I don't know what her name is, so don't even ask me. <laughs> because there's just too many characters. I, I just I can't I can't keep track of that many. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think it's really necessary to keep track of names. It's just I think I'm at the point now where it's just you kind of gather what the character is and what abilities they have based off of how they look. So you have. Oh, there's a long blue hair girl. Okay, she, I think her name her invisibility. I'm not quite sure. Uh, Akane, obviously, she has the pigtails, red hair. She can fly. Um, little Ollie girl, she can talk to anything. I mean, I I just gather based off of how they look. I don't really think I have to gather who they are, what their personality is. It's just it's there kind of thing. Yeah. Anyhow, um, good fun. Just silly stuff. Don't I don't think you can really think too much of it. I I did kind of find a kick out of. 
I kind of suggest to people if you're watching it every now and then just pause it when they do the polling numbers. It's kind of funny how they're set up. They have like, I think the the one that I remember last time was Aoi, which is like again the the perfect older sister, which kind of one of the other sisters really wants to take down. It's just kind of perfect because she's just perfect, and she's always number one. And then you have like uh, the lolly girl is like number three even though she's all that she is is just a little girl and you'd, you'd, you'd imagine that she doesn't haven't really been doing anything so why is she number three kind of thing uh you just started to realize because that kawaii goofy, kawaii yeah, no, is right oh my immediate thought kawaii was, is right no my immediate thought was oh my gosh they understand what lollies are cute so they they understand that we're on the same page um but yeah it's just it's goofy to look at that and realize that it kind of seems insignificant and really goofy in how each of these characters are kind of pulled in this, this whole situation. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying it. So let's move forward. We're going into the realm of shows that are continuing and shows that are doing second seasons. I got caught up on Gotchaman crowds. I am right behind you. I'll be there. Soon. Where, where are you at now? I, he doesn't want to mention. <laughs> He's like, my episode count will not be named. Um, but yeah, it was, it was one of those things where we knew that we were going to, we're doing the first impression. So here, like Friday, I was like, okay, I really got to get caught up. So I just last few episodes kind of plowed through it. Um, I really enjoyed the first season, um, a lot more than I thought I would. Um, it had a really interesting concept behind it. You have, uh, this is of course a, a spinoffs quote unquote of like the old Gotchaman show. Um, but I think they kind of modernize it to today. So it's just kind of this almost silly band of characters who are the gotchamans who are decided by this or who are chosen by this this kind of godlike being called jj and when they're chosen they get these little notebooks and the notebooks can communicate between them and it unlocks their power to become a gotchaman which are these they get these little body suits and they can fight things and then you have kind of this other element of the show which is the crowds they have this kind of uh social network that people attach to which is called uh Oh my gosh, the name of it. Galax. They have this 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 app that's called the Galax, and people log into it. And what's cool about it is that when something happens, there's a disaster, somebody gets hurt, uh, people can, uh, can tell this app, and it will immediately notify people nearby that if somebody got is looks like they're having a heart attack, they can say, this guy's having a heart attack, and immediately some guy, the closest person that is registered as being a doctor, will get a notification. There's somebody having a heart attack over. You should come help. And when they do that, they get they get bonus. They, they level up the world kind of thing. So this whole idea of people doing the things, taking action and helping rather than allowing, just waiting for an ambulance or something like that. It's, it's taking action rather than waiting for somebody else to. And that's kind of was the main cups of the entire first season was this 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 crowds the the crowds that comes from that app and the gotchamans and and all that kind of stuff in there that I really don't want to get into without spoiling things. Um, going into Insight was the the difficulty that I had going into Insight was that I had to figure out where this OVA was that apparently was the retelling of episode 12 or the director's cut of episode 12 of the original series and that's not available legally which sucks but it explains a lot of things that the original thing did not that's on Crunchyroll and that's on the the Blu-ray that you can buy from Sentai and then it goes into the second season which is 
pretty much bringing the cast. It, it continues on where it left off um, and kind of introduce a new alien character and gets more political. I mean, the first season you really was getting into a lot of the social networks and people taking actions. And the second season is really getting into uh, the politics of where to go from there and if they should continue to use what is left of the social network that we have, they have from the first season. Should they continue it or should they move on kind of thing? I, I, I like it because it's continuing the same kind of style and fun that they had in the first season. The, the thing that I'm kind of struggling with this, with this season with insight is really Hajime, who I loved from the first season. I love her character. I I think she's just, she's just fun. And she has a, interesting way of looking at every situation she always has this there's a conflict everybody rushes forward makes assumptions and attacks where she's kind of like well why are you doing that well let's talk about it well what is a hero that she's always questioning things and she she doesn't make assumptions which is kind of fun and the second season almost seems like they're kind of isolating her and they're not and they're it almost seems like they're demonizing her which is kind of sucks because it doesn't fit the situation she, she and, it, and it lends itself to the fact that i think that she's changing and for those who've watched the first season you'll know uh there's a change that happens to her and i think they're not a change that happens there something is implanted to her and i think they're making that change her and i i hope that's not the case because it kind of breaks her as a character for me um i do like the new alien that shows up uh gel to call gel chan i think She's adorable. Um, I hate that she's now a a guy, but <laughs> that's a that's a side thing. Um, but I do like the politics. The politics are kind of fun. It, if you can call politics fun, they actually managed to make politics fun. Um, it is it's it's dealing with the Gachamans more because in in the original season, the Gachamans were like a complete side thing. It was always about the crowds, but in the second season, it seems like it's more about the Gachaman. So I'm kind of interested to see where it goes. Um, I'm glad that I ended up picking up Gotchaman Crowds. I enjoyed the first season, so I'm hoping to see that this insight will be a good season as well. So far, it's good. It's not. not I don't think it's, it's as fun as the first season because, like I said, Hajime, Hajime was more of a, a focal point in the first season, whereas this one is, is uh, isolating her. Don't ruin my Hajime. Right. I like my Hajime. Right. <laughs> uh, I, I when I when I first seen her, I was like, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> and then and then at some point halfway through the first she's a, episode, she's a was suit like, girl. She's a suit girl. I like her. <laughs> she's a suit girl. I just like I just like like I said, I like how she she her perspective on things is great. The car comes rushing down the road. Guy immediately goes, "Oh my gosh, you could have hurt somebody." She's like, "Well, you don't know if that person's driving somebody to the hospital. You, you, you can't make an assumption, kind of thing." I was like, "I like her. I like her. She's cool." Uh, next one we have is Nanambiori repeat. More fun with Renge, pretty much. <laughs> oh, and Senpai. Gotta got love Senpai too. Uh, but yeah, this is a again a second. Not, not really. It is a second season of Nanambiori, but this as the title implies repeat this is where they're actually repeating the same timeline which is weird um i kind of had a glimpse of it in the first couple episodes i'm like well maybe they're just reintroducing no we're 
we're retelling this entire like school year. <laughs> it's almost like they're it, it, not necessarily that they're retelling the entire thing. It's more like they're here's they're some paralyzing. <laughs> they're parallel. They're paralyzing well, it, like, it. Well, it's a comedy, so it's not like we're talking about a storyline here. But it's like they had this. Here is a comic book, and here's all these jokes in it. Okay, let's take page one, three. I mean, let's take the odd pages and make a season out of it. Now let's make the take the even si- yeah. pages and let's make a, a season out exactly. of it. Exactly, it's like they're parallel, but it's not like they're actually retelling the entire thing. It's 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 kind of like parallel. It's like if if from five o'clock until four o'clock something happened, and then after five o'clock they 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 went ahead and just skipped that part and went to the next day and. Now they're coming back and going back to five o'clock type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, not much to talk about here. It's just more Nanambiori fun. If you like the first season of Nanambiori, you'll like this one. It's just, and if you haven't watched the first season, go watch it. I don't know what what you're what you're talking about. Um, it's just kind of country, very laid back, silly fun. Let's see what these kids will do in an absolutely boring countryside that. You love, but you know you don't want to be there, even though you want to be there, <laughs> because it's the countryside. Um, I think probably one of my favorite parts so far was definitely the uh, the the ruler battle. The ruler battle. Was they awesome. made that that was like the most epic desktop ruler battle ever. I didn't even know ruler battle battles existed. Until I didn't now. even know it was a thing, <laughs> but it needs to be a thing. We need to do it. <laughs> it was I goofy? I I I loved the the the. Uh, Rain, the mask, the yes. mask, yes, yes, that was hep- epic. <laughs> poor Simpai, <laughs> she was terrified that she runs the house and opens the door, and there's there's a teacher there with a mask on too, and she got terrified. It was that was that was way too fun. Um, yeah, it's it, and it, and they're tearing my heart out again with the tadpole thing. That was just uncalled for, uncalled for. Ref, why didn't you call that one? That was uncalled for. It's, 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 it's a special thing. And I mean, if you haven't given it a shot, I mean, it's, it's really something that's special. I mean, I can see it, 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 at first it will feel very slow, but once you adjust to the pace of the show, it is definitely rewarding. I, 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 I can't, the, 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 the humor is a, a, just a, different type of humor it's it's surprising because it's like it's like one of those things where you go out to your back porch you sit down in a chair next to this girl and then she just starts there and she just plays her flute and you're like that's cute you're playing your flute and then she takes the flute and then she goes she says something just completely innocent but you're just going that's adorably funny (laughs) i can't believe you just (laughs) said that it's just one of those things where it's just sit down relax and just enjoy the innocence fun that's happening here and that's yeah. that's really what it is because renge like, is just like a blank book that is constantly peering at things and making crazy assumptions that just turn out to be really funny kind of thing you know like i said i mean it, it is it is a it is something that once you adjust to that pace, you will understand why it is the way it is and it works for it it really does there we go. Uh, next one we have is Dulada, the second arc, or Dulada X Two, the second arc, which is the second core to the second season. 
if you've been following along. Um, as far as I can really go into the story here, it's kind of starting to follow a big change that's happening in the dollars. Uh, if if you've been following the story, that's it's based on this in this town that's kind of has normal people, normal atmosphere, but there's constantly always like a supernatural element thrown in there with certain people that have supernatural aspects about them. Um, and this is continuing into the second arc where it's talking about a change happening in dollars, which is a social network that was created that people kind of connect through. Um, bad people are using it for bad reasons. Good people are trying to fix that. And at the same time, you're kind of getting more into, uh, it's, it's a, uh, Russian mafia that's kind of coming into play. There's an assassin girl that's coming in that's trying to attack certain people who kind of gets a kick out of testing her limits. Uh, it's more da 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 stuff. There's tons of characters, and they all have these really weird arcs, and they all kind of somehow come together. So it's more great da 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 that I've always enjoyed. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask the most important thing. Is Selty still awesome? Not in this course. She hasn't really been doing too much crazy stuff. But uh, I'm, I'm not watching it. But her boyfriend, the doctor, <laughs> surprised me recently when he showed his protective side, and I am wondering what's happening with him right now. They they left on a really bad cliffhanger with me. I'm kind of upset about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's 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 still good stuff i i'm liking that Izaya is kind of starting to step up again which i've always liked Izaya. um verona and shizuo i'm really liking what they're doing with those two characters they got back into hollywood and the other the other star that's with him with with her um it's just it's really weird it's it's constantly weird if you have not watched it already it's good weird fun and it's hard to explain. It's one of those ones that I, I, I really wish that Chris had been watching it because it's hard to talk about. But it's me and Chris can really get into conversations about stuff really easily. Whereas it's hard for me to go like onto the forums and talk about da 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 on the thread because like there's so much stuff to absorb that you quickly start losing some of it. That I like I said I really wish that Chris was always there to kind of converse with it because there's so much crazy stuff to unpack with each episode so well I, I and that's 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 obvious in just the part that i watched i mean there is a lot going on and it's always feeling like it's leading to a big main point and i'll get to it someday someday <laughs> when there's like three seasons are done he's like oh i'm gonna finally watch it and i'm like ah, i gotta rewatch it now um, next thing we have is working. Um, this is pretty much more working. Uh, I can't really talk too much about it. It's just, here's a bunch of characters. They're in a restaurant and comedy ensues. The unfortunate side of it is just like with the second season, it's killing the same jokes. I still like a lot of the jokes. I still like the characters. It's got the cutest lolly ever in it. Um... But unfortunately, it's still telling the same jokes over and over again. I struggled to get through the second season just to get prepared for this season. And I'm seeing the same issue with this season as the last season. It's just, it's doing the same jokes over and over again. I get that this girl wants to punch him. I get that this girl wants attention. I get that this girl likes to feed the 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 
uh, manager sweet stuff. I get this girl is looking for her mother, or I get that the father is looking for this girl's mother. These are the same jokes. We've done this already. Uh, the only surprising thing about this show was they actually, in the last few episodes, have been actually developing certain characters. They're doing, like, love things with characters. They're pairing characters together for love. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know you can do this in this comedy. And so <laughs> I'm just eating it up. I'm like, oh my gosh, finally, they're, they're, they hugged. Gosh. Oh, he wants to confess to her. Gosh. Like, yay, finally, I'm getting some love between these characters that I've been sitting through for, you know, two and a half seasons. Um, so I'm, I'm eating that up. But the rest of it, like I said, is a lot of the same jokes. So it's a struggle. <laughs> just, I, I can I can imagine everybody sitting here listening because yeah, I'm probably they're probably doing the exact same thing I did. Is like you're sitting here going, they're they they're destroying jokes. They're destroying jokes. They've been doing it for two or for a season and a half, and then suddenly out of nowhere, they're pairing people. <laughs> <laughs> Love blossoms. Well, it's like from the very first season, you you get the main character um, and his and the I think her name is uh, Inari. Let me double check here. Yeah, you get the main you get the main character in Inami, who is like the character. She's like an androphobe, and so she punches any guy that she gets near. And you've been struggling for like two seasons of her punching him over and over and over again. He's he's like the punching block for her. But they're slowly learning to... They're trying to get her to get over it. And so, and like... It's been so many episodes since they've... She's punched him. So it's like... <gasps> she's she's fixed or something. And then it's suddenly out of nowhere, he's like... She's cute. And I'm like, oh my gosh, they're doing it! They're doing it! <laughs> so yeah, it was... It was like, yay, it's finally... But Papura is not going to be the best girl in that situation. So that's always sad. Papura is cute. I love Papura. Um, so yeah, it's it's more working. Uh, next one we have is season two of Miss Monochrome that Chris can talk about. They've totally <laughs> changed the games, guys. Everything has changed. They're making her out to be selfish. I'm not sure if I like that. No, 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 that no, makes no, sense. Okay, I, I was gonna say is they've given her a producer or an agent. What is she? To agent, I think. Uh, an agent producer is the the manager guy. So. Yeah, he, she does, she already has a manager, so I mean that's not. But yeah, she's got an agent now, so everything's changed. She's, she's getting work. Stepping up. She's getting work. She's, she's, finally, getting, she's work. getting work. She's yeah. producing yeah. an album. She got a figure. She's got a figure. Mm-hmm. She she made she almost she made a, a guitar. Almost had a guitar. She she made it. <laughs> she had a guitarist hit big. Um, <laughs> Rumba turned into a, a disco, uh, <laughs> a DJ. That, that happened. Um, yeah, it's it's more Miss Monochrome fun. If you haven't watched Miss Monochrome, it's it's hilarious. She it's it's the most uh, goofy way of doing a uh, Pinocchio, but not really Pinocchio situation. That I just I just love it. So the the mannequin the mannequin work was pretty funny too. Sim, <laughs> senpai mannequin. I thought was hilarious. I absolutely Shane's pose. No, 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 no. I like the sound of Simpai. <laughs> yeah, Hi. Yeah, it's it's more much more fun. So it's really fun. It's and it's a short, so you can really quickly get caught up. Definitely go watch it. Um, I still think the first season had the best scene ever. So 
I'm still waiting for that 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 wake up call scene to be topped. I don't think you can ever top that one though. That was too funny. Uh, next one we have is Idolmaster Cinderella Girls second season. Um, yeah, this is more great Cinderella Girls. Actually, no, <laughs> I take that back. First season was introductions. A lot of really cute moments. Uh, a lot of the girls trying to struggle to get their own debuts for their CDs. Um, like I said, but though the, a lot of it was introductions, get to know the characters, find their quirks, what makes them tick, what their personalities that they have chosen. And the second season is a real shocker because we're turning from the silly, fun, every now and then heartwarming moments to dead serious. Now we're getting into now this corporation is downsizing. They're changing the way things happen. And the more the more heartbreaking moment of it is it's turning into a struggle of individuality. You have like I mentioned with our review or my review of the first season, it was really about yeah, each of these characters have their quirks and yeah, they're tropish, but that's actually the personality they've chosen. This girl wants to be a Neko girl because that's her personality she has chosen for her character as an idol. This character wants to be the goofy, lolly, lazy girl because she chose that as her character, her personality. Now we're getting in the second season where you have a this this lady comes in and takes over and starts downsizing. She's pushing the concept of no, I don't want them to have individuality. I want them to follow a a quick and successful uh, curriculum so we can get quick actions, quick sales, quick uh, production. She finds the idea of splitting up all these girls and their individual personality as being a waste of money and takes too long. And so the producer with his Cinderella girls is trying to figure out how to uh, get them to allow him to do this. And he's given this set, this set amount of time to make that successful. And so, again, like I said, it's getting a lot into these girls struggling with the fact that they're not allowed to be their own individual characters. They're being forced to be what this corporate lady wants them to be. And it's heartbreaking and it's a lot more intense than the first season. And I'm liking and hating it for that because I'm liking because it's very dramatic. It's very solid. It's heartbreaking. Um, and there's some success moments in there, but at the same time, it's hurting these girls and I don't like it kind of thing. So one of these days, Chris will watch it. But for now, Andrew cries alone. <laughs> um, and the last one I have, which I don't really want to go too much into it is fake Clyde liner, Prisma, Ilya, two way hearse, which again is a spinoff of the fate stay series, which follows Ilya, who is now become a magical girl. And, this is the second core of the second season of it, I believe, is the layout. Uh, but yeah, it's it's more elementary girls kissing and moaning all over each other. Um, I'm not caring too much about it, just because, yeah, I got stuck on the fact that they had this cool little uh, class thing that they were they were throwing into effect in the first season. I wanted them to do more of that. The second season was nothing but just, you know, elementary girls French kissing each other, and they're continuing it with this core. I can put aside my what I wanted the show to be and accept it for what it is, but unfortunately, 
all it is is just here's these girls and and kissing over each other and sexual stuff. I'm not finding the humor funny. I'm not finding anything really entertaining. It's just cute girls being sexual is really what it is. Um, I'm hoping it'll eventually do something else. And I'm hoping that eventually they'll have some humor in there that works for me. But for now, it's just more of the same that I've not really cared for for the last season. So hate me for it. I don't care. It's not doing it for me, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, we're continuing on with... You want to do some quick thoughts on a few of these? Heroic Legend of Arslan is kind of picking up. They're finally going back to pars. And I'm interested to see what... I'm curious as to what they've actually... <laughs> actually acquired to go back to pars with because they i don't think they've really acquired anything but that's happening i don't know if you've keeping up on it uh ultimate taco ticket you're just more of the same just nothing yeah. really big is happening in that nothing one either really strange my love story um lots of hilarious fun oh my gosh that birthday song was adorable <laughs> got a kiss that spoiler <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah it's Oh my gosh, that birthday song was so cute. And thank you, Japan. Eat it, WB. They could do birthday song. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and they can do it better. And they could do it better. That was she. She like stuttered. She corrected. I was like, oh my god, so cute. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, that's that's just so much sweet fun. Uh, oh, I, I I have to sigh after that because it's just too much. <laughs> The moment that they they ask Suna if he's ever uh, if he'd ever kissed a girl or something like that, I was like, oh my gosh, poor was Suna. epic. That old tragedy, that little screeching noise happening in the background. <laughs> oh, poor guy. Ugh, we're just gushing here, and it's like totally not getting to anybody but the ones that watch this. Uh, and then we have Food Wars, which uh, was pretty cool going into his back to his whole his old stomping grounds and competing against the conglomerate um but yeah and then he's he's now he's going back to school and now he's got he's he's still really, somebody against him. he's he's still a really good cook no he wasn't doing, he wasn't impressing me with that whole situation with those <laughs> things i'm sorry he's like he's really not cooking anything good and we're not acknowledging the fact that he's not cooking anything good right now he's like anytime that he's given something to do he knocks out of the park and now suddenly he's not i don't know but apparently it's going to get even better. So, but I like I like that. That was that was kind of cool. I liked going back to the childhood friend and 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 Mita having issue with the childhood friend. That was that was cute. I like that. I thought they were both adorable. Yeah, they definitely they they definitely showed. Yeah, they can write some good good girl awkward stories. I I thought that was really good. Yeah, I just want to go back to what's her name, Megami. She was she's she's best girl. So, but. Mita, Mita is definitely. She, she needed definitely. a little bit of time. She, she needed, yeah. She had, her soon day had to break. Uh, soon had to break out of there. So that's good stuff. Um, and I think that's, I think that's it. I think that's all this, the two core shows that are been been hitting on. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. We, we definitely enjoyed it. Uh, good, good season so far. I think overall, good stuff. Like I said before, it's nothing that I'm absolutely hating. I'm struggling with a few shows because it's not my humor, but. Overall, it's it's been a, it's been a good season so far. It's it's been an interesting season. I I a lot of the shows that I was expecting to do something didn't kind of pan out as flip, well. Yeah, and, a lot of flip and a lot of the shows that we weren't expecting at all just came out really strong. I mean, nothing has like super jumped up there yet, but it's it's definitely 
an interesting season. I, I think is definitely, I think the word that it probably best fits it. I'm, I'm thinking gangsta is just hitting all the cylinders for me. Um, School Live is definitely right there with it. Um, but those are definitely the two shows that are kind of stand out for me so far. Yeah, I mean, and I'm I'm not discounting those. I mean, is, no, I was just, just I was just moving this into which shows, which shows you think are the oh, best. Oh, uh, yeah, Gangster and and Gangster and 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 School Live. School Live is definitely top for me easily. And then right into there, and then Snow White, yeah. Snow White definitely. Gate is definitely showing a lot of promise. Yeah. And I like Overlord so. Those are definitely my ones. And, of course, I, I still have hope for Charlotte. I still have hope that they're going to turn around Charlotte. But, yeah, Gangster, School Live, Overlord, uh, Snow White, definitely definitely hitting the, the good marks for me. And I think Roka is going to turn out to be good, too. I, I have a lot of hope for Roka. Yeah, that's what I was saying, is is there's shows we weren't expecting. I mean, a- actually, I Am is a perfect example. A, a show that... Came out Definitely of nowhere, corner on me, yeah. and and but at the same time, we were expecting Charlotte to just knock it out of the park, and it's it's not showing very well at all right now. I'm not saying it's not going to turn around. I'm just saying it's not showing really well right now. <laughs> we're having to apologize for ourselves off on this one. <laughs> that, that's my main point: is 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 shows shows that we were expecting to do well are not doing as well, and oh, shows yeah. that aren't that we weren't expecting to do well. Makano Danshi definitely turning a corner on me. I just. <laughs> I am shocked how much I'm enjoying that show, and it's not for the reasons that they wanted to. <laughs> exactly. I I am laughing a lot. I'm laughing at that show more than I am the Bikini Warriors. I don't see comedy in the genres. Where's comedy in the genres? I'm going to go up to them and be like, I love your show, but where's comedy in the genres? What are you talking about? You, you're missing comedy in there. What the heck, man? Uh, easily the funniest show of the of the season and we weren't expecting it <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because we, we were gonna get bashed for so many shows that we spoke negatively on and the one thing we can always come together on is makano danchi everybody will laugh with us on that one <laughs> except for a couple of fajoshis ah <sighs> but yeah I hope you all enjoyed all of these first impressions on all this stuff again we're gonna continue watching pretty much all these shows I think Chris is Still struggling with a couple of shows. I don't know if you're going to keep with all shows. I probably will. There's only one show that technically I've dropped this season. Every other one I'm going to watch. Classroom Crisis. I may yeah. catch up on that at some point. But Oh, which one you dropped? Classroom Crisis. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's the <laughs> only one that I've technically dropped so far. Um, but yeah, so we'll, we'll have we'll have full reviews for all these shows eventually. So we're, don't, don't discount us yet. We can turn around on some of these shows. We can start loving... All these shows. Yes, the, 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 it's, it's important to realize that this is a a first impressions. It's not does not speak for the show as a whole. These are four we, four to six episodes yeah. shows. So. We we never we never hold out complete judgment until we've seen the entire show. And this is pretty much what we were shooting for to have first impressions on the four to five point. So we were a little late on some of these shows, but this is our new format. We wanted to have this idea of being able to go more in depth with these shows. Before eventually we'll go into our final judgment of the show. So hope you guys enjoy this format more than the original one. Um, definitely got a lot of conversations happening on our last one, even though most of it was people <laughs> talking about how much, uh, what was it, uh, my wife was student council president was so great. <laughs> but again, well, that's we got what we a couple, love. We got a couple of bad marks for, for Classroom Crisis. I didn't see any of that. 
I know that some people are agreeing with the idea that it should have been just a corporate show, which I I definitely agree. I think Miss was talking about that, which like yeah, I I think I kind of see that as well. It should just it it works for a certain to a certain extent. The idea that these are basically trainees going into a corporate environment, but I do agree. Why do we have a classroom setting? But it didn't bother me as much as some shows do with that kind of stuff, like Pilot's Love Song. Why are we in a classroom suddenly? It doesn't make any sense. But yeah. Yeah, we hope you all enjoyed all these. Uh, definitely leave us a comment in the forum thread for this. If you like a certain show, let like a show, let us know. Um, we love feedback. Just keep it constructive. We, we love feedback, but keep it constructive. That's always... If you want a response from me, just keep it constructive, and I'll definitely give you a reply on it. Um, but yeah, uh, definitely let us let other people know about us. If you enjoyed our show, tell people about us on Twitter, social medias. We have all of our links to all of our social media stuff on our main site, otakuspirit.com. Um, but we definitely thank you all for listening, and we hope you all enjoyed, and you all take care. Oos! Oh,